what wait <laughs> jobber nation welcome to another episode of the jobber tears podcast as always i'm janelle from hr here with so welcome at mr black we do have an extra empty chair next to me on my right side uh we do have a special guest that is on their way um, shout out to Tantalize and Tony in the building. Tantalize and Tony. Shout out to Andre in the Andre. building. Kentucky's finest in rough, the building. Um, I don't know where that. What's that like? Nigga? Like, like I'm there, old school. There, you, know, you know what? Back in the nineties. Kentucky. What's up, big dogs? Roof, 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 roof. <laughs> hey. Shout out to Michael Bostic Michael in the Boston building. Michael <laughs> out here causing a ruckus at his job right now. So we need to finish this conversation. Okay. Yes. Okay, so yes, before yes, we do go, yes, get into yes, some yes. wrestling talk, I, I, I'll, I'll give some. I'll give some <laughs> s- s- some back. Some back. Those that are on the live, you come in once again. If you have not given Mark Zuckerberg permission, you can put your name on your comments because this is actually we're gonna actually throw it to you guys. What Sir Wilkes is gonna mention this story that he talked about in pre-production. So go ahead. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, let's talk about mental health, traumas, okay. and everything, and trigger and things that trigger you. So we got you, Tesla Tony. At my old, at my old gig, shout out to Gene. I had interviewed a girl, and the interview I felt that she did a great job in the interview. So after the interview, after we were done, I said, "Yo, I'm I'm done here. We're done here. I've seen enough." Uh huh. We ended up hiring her, and she did a great job. Years later, she tells me that she thought that because I said we're done here. <laughs> After the interview, I it, it made it seem like she didn't get the job. Correct. I just I said we're done here. I've seen enough. How is that making somebody feel like they didn't get the job? So those are on the live feed. I need you guys in the comments to either if, in your experience and you, and you everyone has done interviews and things like that. If the person interviewing you ever told you, I don't seen enough. I didn't say it that and, way, and that's how it, it probably is. No, I, I said, I, I, I said, I said, just this is exactly how I said. I've seen enough. I said, I've seen enough. <laughs> how different Thank is you. that than what I just said? Well, yo, everybody, everybody, say, look at the comments. Tone. I told so. I stuff sometimes. <laughs> it's all about how you say. It's not how you how you say. It's all about how you say sometimes. It depends how you say it. Uh-huh. Honestly, so, and knowing this one over here, because he, he, I think he watering it down a little bit. He gave the whole, like, I don't seen enough. So, in someone hearing that on the other end, you would think, like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't do my best. Or I didn't, I didn't get to really prove myself to the person because they don't already shut me the fuck down. From, <laughs> from my experience, when someone said, I have seen enough, yo, I already made my point. I, exactly. That was exact. Th- thank you, my brother. And that's you, why. Brother. And that's why the two of you are the way that you are. Because because I said I seen enough. You know. We did a practical. We, we did it was a regular interview and a practical interview. Well, so so a practical she had, interview. So you had to do some a couple. You got to show me what you can do. All right, that's and, it. And, then, and, I, and I, it was like two minutes in. I oh was my like, God, so she had a performance, like I said. Yes, and I said. Oh, my God. And you said, I, I said, I've seen, seen enough. enough. I said, Stop. Oh, my God. I've seen enough. You didn't mention that she actually performed. So that goes to even what I said about how, if you think about it, like, think about all the, like, young girls and guys that that does, like, cheerleading or something. Like, you're doing a performance-based interview, and a nigga hits you with the, I've seen enough. Like, what? <laughs> Um, Facebook user. Um, <laughs> so because y'all grew up together, y'all damn near have a conversation around talking. Correct, that is true. That Correct, is true. I, I <laughs> am the odd just, man out. Everyone just, always thinks that I, that I'm not. I am. But I'm just saying, 
I said, I've seen enough. <laughs> we are done here. We, I, yo, it is. It's, I've seen enough. I think it was it was okay. It could have been all right, but we are done here is where. And then she was the like, exclamation and, 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 and I remember point. she was just like, she kept saying, she kept asking, you want anything more? Are you sure? I was like, no, we're done. Yeah. Oh my God, Thank you shut you. it down. I gave her a handshake. I said, have a wonderful day. Boy, I what tell you. And what happened? She got hired. She got hired. But I, she didn't listen, know. I called and, and my hiring. I called my boss. It was just like, she yo, she back. nice, B. Yo, but she, she nice. She doubled, Put her on the she team. she didn't know. And, and guess what? You was and right. And it was because of how you delivered that shit. And I know you was but like, if we are, are done here. I know it. skills, you be like how I said, you take it two ways. But even the most confident person, if I heard, and listen, I'm not saying I'm the high almighty, but if somebody told me I done seen and heard enough, I was like, damn. 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 There's not more to do. There's nothing more to do. But clearly. How, do you, how, how would you, how would you, how would you end it? In? Clearly. Oh, the interview? I'm sorry, Miss HR, how would you have ended it? Well, I, I've done interviews before too. Um, No, I would let the person show me what they got. And when they're done, thank you. And we'll follow up with you. Let them, let them run. Why are we, why are we long gating this thing? Exactly. I want to go home. It was my third interview of the day. Oh my God. The third interview. Third interview of the day. Jesus. It was not at my primary <laughs> location. She was, she fit the, she, she fit what we needed. All I need is five minutes with you. I'm just. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I'm editing you to write. Okay. I don't need. I don't need you to long drawn out. You it, got it's, things to it's do. Not a right, I got it's, things it's to do. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's just that I can absolutely see how that went down, and I can absolutely see why that girl thought she ain't have that job. I can see. Supposing she called the sister and cried to her. Yeah, because I would have been like, "Yo, he didn't for. think I was good enough. I still had to feel like I still feel like I could have showed him more. Like he didn't want me to show him more. Like, yo, she probably so, so felt okay. That way. All right. So I have interviewed at jobs mm-hmm. that I didn't get. You know what my philosophy is? This wasn't the job for me. Thank you. Thank you. No, that's the fair. The university didn't want me here. Thank you. That's Thank you. No, I, I, I don't disagree with whatever the path that you're meant to be is the path you're going to be on. I don't disagree with that. But her I'm path just saying, was at my old job. Her, her and I path, brought her to the old and job. And you were the roadblock, my nigga. I wasn't the roadblock. <laughs> you were. You was the one I interviewing drew, her. I, I, we were on the highway to greatness. <laughs> and she still works with you. Yes. So you broke up for the old place. Yes. Uh, still taking care of. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I'm not negating anything positive. Smooth I'm just money. saying that. Oh, hey, smooth black one. Shout outs. Carl, uh, wanna know, do you check out the mixtape? Not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna check it out this weekend. Oh no, not yet. Well, um, send it to me. And but listen, but to get started, first things first. I'm the realist. <sighs> What's that from? The champions. The Iggy Azalea. <laughs> the winners get all the spoils. The champions. Get get all the the bubbly. What are you talking about? You champagne popping. WWE took down and took down AEW. It wasn't even so much a take. Like there wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't a competition, and we'll it talk wasn't. about it. It was a because, competition. In whose mind, bro? Come on, son. We we are not doing this. I love uh, how you you two. Are, oh, this is no competition. This is just. This is all just about great know. wrestling. So my no, I didn't say that. Let my thing is Booker, is that woman. no, it's not even that. It's just that I watched the Tuesday night show that I always watch. <laughs> That was that. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a competition for you, but these niggas, Tony Khan, Shawn Michaels, and birthday, Paul Levesque, aka clearly, Triple H, clearly they the, were in the war room. The birthday nigga clearly <laughs> was on his hands was on fire 
come Tuesday afternoon, I heard on the Bluebird. Yes, <laughs> he was t- he was popping smack. popping whole hot shit and got nothing but six hundred thousand. <laughs> but then again, in the defense of NXT, though, I mean, in defense of AEW, right? That was not the regular night. Uh, I, I I was waiting for someone to say that. But it's true though. It's true though. It's true though. Is you're going against you're the XFL going against the NFL, and the game is yo. The game is the all time Giants. They're all in good health versus the all time um, Eagles team. But come you know, on, you know you know who gonna win that all time Eagles. Shut team. the fuck up, Giants. But you know my my thing with that is is that the whole. People that claim that they've never watched NXT. And that's why I'm like, the whole, like, that's why I don't really give it the whole competition thing, even though that's the narrative and that's cool. But I just feel like when you have people in in the wrestling community that doesn't talk about NXT, that, that... that hasn't, you know, that that that's not what they watch, even on a Tuesday. Right. That's why I'm like, well, that whole like, well, AEW's on a different night. The niggas that watch AEW just would just, just would have watched it on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday. It Thank wasn't you. it shouldn't have been that big of a difference in in per se. It only thing is that the time was different. So had AEW did like Tuesday night at 10, mm-hmm. it probably it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. even been close to mm-hmm. 600. So I think those are the factors you look into. Not so much the day, I definitely think the time time um played a huge factor can play a huge factor because you can even see from like even with rampage mm. and with collision mm. Mm. i don't know no listen no. nxt had the first at wrestlemania dude you brought out undertaker and they still didn't hit a million what and nxt yeah <laughs> they did no they did. no they was a little under, a little under? yeah there was a nine and change oh, i didn't know that i i thought they had to hit a million they didn't hit a million and that's and that's the caveat in the situation uh-huh. they brought out <laughs> The Avengers. There you go. Shout, Shout to out Christian to Christian Bailey. Bailey they the brought building. out the Avengers. <laughs> they literally had the. They had John Cena, the Undertaker from retirement. No, no, no. Mark, um, um Mark Calloway. That was Mark, Mark Calloway. Calloway. <laughs> they had Paul they, Heyman. Paul Heyman storyline with the bloodlock. Come on, but they, that, but that's wait, why wait, on, that was on. a better show. Wait, 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 wait. They brought out the Avengers. To, to, they acted like Tony Khan was Thanos. But that's how Tony Khan be acting, and then don't, and then and then fail. How does he fail? Even though for them they were only what down with seven percent of what averagely they right, do, right, right, which right. is not a big deal in terms of numbers. But in terms of people, people talking about what's going on, people on the internet giving them prop, like they don't know they didn't do it. It was a regular ass dynamic just on Tuesday, which they which is try why it was a competition. But they try to pump it up. There's a lot of there's a lot of Yo, things. Yo, my man overhyped that announcement to it just being toys for time. But the thing about great, it, great, great fundraising. But but we have but. to we have to talk about the fact the Avengers came out and they didn't fully kill Thanos, which is AEW. Because look, this is what happened. Do you remember remember Avengers? Which one? The um, I, I think it's Endgame. When, or, or or is it in, no? It's Endgame mm-hmm. when they have Thanos and and they and they're about to take the um the glove off and then um what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, the white dude, huh? The white dude? Yeah, the white dude from Gar- Gar- oh, damn it. the captain. What Chris Pratt? That's his name. Yeah, what's his name? Yo, guys, I think what's that's the, his back. Um, I think that's his real life name. Um, Chris what's Pratt. the old captain from Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, it's the white nigga from Jurassic Park. 
What's, what's his name on the show, on the thing? Damn. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I just know it's Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Who I believe is married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter now, to be honest. Oh Star-Lord. Star-Lord. So, Rewind. Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Uh, yeah, yeah. Star, Star. Got, thank you, dog. <laughs> the moment he yeah, said well, it, was he said moment, it everybody was like, was like Star Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, I love so, the community. Let's let's rewind here. <laughs> so, NXT brought out the Avengers. Everybody. Just straight, just oh, everybody was on. You had a legend, Hall of Famer, Undertaker, because they kept doing the bell after the commercial. Dong, yeah. dong, dong. Yeah, John Cena, mm-hmm. living legend now. Yeah. 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 About to be our Hall of Famer. They, they, when you, they announce him, they the greatest of all time now. I'm like, what the hell? You have Paul <laughs> Heyman in there, one of the greatest managers of all time, mm-hmm. former ECW owner. Mm-hmm. You have him there. Who else was on the show? Well, Jade popped up. Jade popped up. Came out sure. the white car, the white caddy. Jade popped up. You had that. So you had the entire Avengers. And they're about to be Cody. They, Co- I'm, forgot, I'm, so, so, I'm sorry. Uh, Cody Luther X. LA Knight was there. LA Knight. So you had all of these superstars of the main yeah, roster yeah. come down to save NXT from the evil Thanos, a.k.a. TK. And they should have hit a million. They came close. Just like the Avengers came close to beating Thanos. In part one. In part one. But then Star-Lord messed it up. So do you think there's going to be... Well, so the main reason why... Um, and it's, it's just different, you know, reasons. But... On the AEW side, the main reason why they were on Tuesday was because the MLB playoffs is going on. So right. as we continue on and now, you know, basketball is going to start soon. And TBS and TNT are very, very big on sports on that end. So this, I, I, I my question to the table is, is that, so you mentioned the whole Avengers and how the first time we're around go, they didn't beat Thanos. But then there was a second time around. And so my question to you guys is, do you guys see another Tuesday battle where... NXT goes over the million. Yes, they have to because you can't do that. Uh, Say that for later. Okay. Well, actually, I can. We can answer that right after this question. So go ahead. As you were saying, like I said, they have to hit a million. There's no choice. They do. They've hit nine hundred thousand before. The million is where you need to hit. They haven't. I think it was said they hadn't hit nine hundred since, since black and gold since like September 2019 yeah, black and gold exactly yeah. <laughs> so so yes it's a well, good thing you almost des- you almost destroyed you almost destroyed Thanos mm-hmm. but not yet you haven't you, you won the battle not the war right so that's what I'm saying so, so, the, I pro- so I'm, I'm very sure there'll be another Tuesday what I'm saying is they have no choice they have to hit a million so if that means bringing the rock back <laughs> so, so, so that guy's a question. Do you think WWE failed? No. Do I think they failed? Yeah, Tuesday night. No. Yes. No. They okay. Failed. They failed the they they won the battle, but they haven't won the war. Okay, what about you? you no, no, they didn't fail. First of all, they're not in a battle. Ugh. How are they not in a battle? <laughs> because Why can't... would I pull my guns out if I'm not in a battle? Not a shootout. They brought so, Undertaker. Yo, so here's the funny part. I'll, I'll go back a week ago when I was watching NXT in my house. So as I'm watching the show and they're dropping all the people that's coming on the following week. So I'm like, oh, John Cena. Oh, oh I forgot Oscar was on there too. Oh, Oscar, Oscar. Oh, shit. Oscar and Roxanne Perez. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I, I was hyped about that. Um, I didn't even hear the gong thing until like two days later. But 
So I say that in saying, so my original intake where I was just like, oh shit, NXT is about to have just a bomb ass NXT Tuesday. I didn't even know until after, just personally, I didn't know until after NXT went off that AEW was going to be on Tuesday. So I was just sitting here like, oh, okay, that's a part of the reason why these niggas is going in like this. But another reason why is because now they're shopping around for TV deals. So they wanted to show on the viewing side and the demographic side what NXT can bring to the table. So when they do go for these renewing of these TV contracts that they have the leverage. And that's that's a part of the reason why they went so hard. So, Even though as fans, no one's going to hear that. No, Everybody's going to be like, nah, they did that because AEW. And it was just like, oh, they, there's mean, different parts to it. I, but, I mean, like, hold on. I want to answer this question. What's the question? Because niggas want to call me niggas. So first of all, Wait, nigga, who? nigga Donnie Luch, Wait, I think that's his name. I might be pronouncing it wrong. Don't disrespect your last name. Donnie Luch, I like Luchi. Okay. Donnie Luchi. It's like, like so, Lucha Libre. Yeah, Lucha. Yeah. Lu- Luchi. <laughs> the reason why I used um, Thanos as an option, because just like Thanos, Tony Khan's trying to balance out the wrestling world. And then he's collecting a bunch of stones, a.k.a. WWE wrestlers. Oh, WWE wrestlers. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. He's not WWE wrestlers. He already collected three of the stones. Kenny, the Young Bucks, and the one stone right here, like people forget, he got J- Jim Ross. Oh, oh, Jericho. J- Jericho. Jericho is the last stone to yeah, give him the power. Yeah, yeah the, the power. <sighs> Wait, 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 we got the power. But that nigga Ooh. not even using the power to do anything. He got, he he got, him, got him a TV deal. He did. Uh, well, Jericho did that. Yeah. He got him Edge. I mean, he got Adam Copeland. He got him John but that's But that's not, none of them, none of them things is moving the needle. But, but the thing about it. Unfortunately. He, now NXT is like, really? You going to do this? It's time to kill you. But they haven't fully killed him yet. They haven't. If I'm ringing. <laughs> Could be our special guest. Hello. Yeah. Oh, it actually is yeah. not. <laughs> um, but actually, go back up a little bit. To Someone where? asked about the Jade. I want to answer our 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 family friend Christian Bailey's question. Mm-hmm. He said, "Good morning, love the pod. We appreciate you just as much as you appreciate us, Christian. So just understand that." Um, question for later, but we're going to answer it now. Okay. Do you no think Jade deserves a mania match in twenty twenty four? Um. Mm-hmm. I don't see why not, because we always talking about the lack of women matches. We always talk about the lack of diversity. We always talk about we don't put enough spotlight on the women. So if this opportunity to have another women's match at WrestleMania at your bigger stage, a black woman, yes, I'm saying black woman, <laughs> and as a black person, <laughs> I love to see my black queens winning. Mm-hmm. So. What's the worst that can happen? And knowing her, knowing the, uh, knowing the how that, what kind of investment they have on her, they have the NXT. They have all of this in her favor. Now, if she flops, what's her excuse? That's on her. There's so much pressure on her. Um, pressure's going, pressure's on, but guess who ain't going to crack? Yeah. Part of me I had to laugh at that. Hate you so much. Um, so I'm like 50 50 on it. If they end up like. Yo, welcome back, bro. MD welcome back, 8999. Wrestlers for the niggas. What's popping? What's Where up? Go I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> you see, see, see the bars? I did. Um, 
So, so do I think So how do you feel as a black woman? <laughs> as a black woman. Um I think it would be interesting have they cuz if they brought back not when it what was the name of the battle royal? Was they changed it cuz it cuz The May um, Young? Yeah. What is it called the Women's Battle Royal now? <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> what, <laughs> so if they figured out a way cuz yeah. so I'm 50-50. I, I'm 50-50 on her being in the actual Royal Rumble. So I'm very 50-50 on that. But if they were to do it, then maybe doing like that woman's battle royal and having her that being her debut no. and her manning that, no, maybe. No, no. I said maybe. No. Um, but do I think she should have a match? Um, I actually would probably rather see... I still feel like she needs that NXT love for like six months solid before we go up there. But... um so yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I don't see no. This this, this why this, I think she pops up at the what they're doing right now is sprinkling her on the food every year. Mm. They're sprinkling she's on the food. She's that new season. She's that she's new season. That song, Walmart. To be honest, that's the new season you got. <laughs> yeah, Walmart. So so she's sprinkled on everything. Mm-hmm. I would put her in the Royal Rumble. Have her do at least two or three months at NXT in, in NXT mm-hmm. because I think she needs to see. A different way of production, because because honestly speaking, NXT got better production than AEW. Okay, yeah. say that louder. Wait, wait, wait. They been had that. We gotta admit this. <laughs> they been Jade had that. Jade looks way better in WWE, bro. It's like you know when you have your you glasses on yeah. and they were foggy all this yeah, time. Oh my god! Ain't nobody fucking tell Come you on. that your fucking glasses was Come foggy. On. And then out of nowhere, someone gave you a blessing and said, "Listen, here's some Windex. Let me help you out with them glasses." And then every time they done show this girl, this this lace front is on point, this outfit is on point, who she's been connected with is on point. But I'm, like it, it, it I've, is the I've crazy been saying thing. this. Yeah, and people get mad at me. <laughs> when you look at the Okay, I said this before. When they did collide the uh, Worlds Collide, that pay-per-view, New Japan versus AEW. Remember mm. that per pay-per-view? Yeah. When they oh, did you mean that Forbidden Door? Forbidden Door. Whatever. Because I was saying, like, Worlds Collide was definitely NXT thing. Right, <laughs> right, I was right. saying, confused, bad, like, bad. what? On Forbid- when, when they did Forbidden Door, you saw the difference in pageantry yeah. between AEW yeah. and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. right. I've been saying that. New Japan Pro Wrestling looked like stars. They look right. glamorous. They look over the top. They look, right. like, they look like bigger than life. Right. 90% of AEW wrestlers. Look like they rolled out the rolled out of bed. <sighs> listen, no, no, no. There's no listening to this. Most of the wrestlers on AEW's roster, when they're about to wrestle, look like they came from the backwoods of Indiana or middle of America <laughs> for an indie match. They look trash. Let me stop this. Let me stop you there. <laughs> MD eighty nine ninety nine said AEW is ECW light. <laughs> Let me stop you there. ECW is better though. Let me stop you there. No, they're just trash back at ECW. No. ECW was the same way. No. Did you watch ECW? That's how I started yeah, watching Yeah, but then they looked horrible. Yes. No, I mean, production-wise, definitely. It, but that's why he's saying, that's why that, that makes sense, what he just said. No, but, he's, but my brother but, is referring to how the way they dress. No, I know that. I'm just saying, I like ECW as a product more. I, that's oh, all I was okay. saying. I'm talking about the clothes. Damn. I was like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. But... Okay. No, them niggas is coming from Ashbury Parking Ship. What the fuck okay. are we talking about? No, it looks like they rolled out of bed. Yeah. Hold on. Another example. Brian Gene Pillman. Yo, Brian Pillman looks okay. sexy. So, okay, so outside of the now. weird beard shape up like he was Dominican Poppy from the fucking bodega. Outside of that, 
that was a beautiful package in terms of int- reintroducing. But the thing that is, was but that's beautiful. what I, but that's what I'm saying. Like you're putting the money into the wrong thing. You put money into this bum ass fucking wrestling game. Yeah, nobody's playing anymore. On, let's, let's actually let's list of all the things, uh, all the things Tony Khan has wasted money on. You wasted on the one-off songs because those cost. Okay, 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 for five. Just for the so moment. So one-off songs, these bum-ass belts you keep making. The fucking cameraman that you have, whoever's bum-ass. in the fucking truck, you have changing the cameras. Whoever fucking is queuing to commercial trash. Oh, your glam squad is trash. No, their glam squad is non-existent. No, it depends on the show. It depends it on the show. The show. It shouldn't have to matter in the show. It shouldn't have to matter in the show. So that means they're bums. Bums. <laughs> trash. That, gla- that glam squad is trash. That budgeting ain't there. No, they have the budget. They do. It's, listen, listen. I should not see my men or my women looking like they rolled out of bed. Thank you. are on television. Why you don't have a barber backstage? I don't know. They should a- have a barber backstage. Elite. About two black women to do black women's hair. Okay. They, they should have They should have two makeup artists. They should not. Nobody should be coming out looking ashy. Like my man Chicago, from Chicago just said. You should not be looking ashy like you need some cocoa butter on oh, your body. Well, a lot. So Elijah said he made their clean belts. I actually like their belts. Yeah, I actually too. like their belts. Ali enough. No, I don't care. It's them. But the thing about it, no. The thing is, put the money in making your people look like stars. Why did Jade look better? She looks oof. How, how and what camera are they using? Yo, Cameras, it's a totally different What light? What, what, what were they doing? Everything. Jade's been... Jade always looks good. But yeah. why does she like another level of greatness? But it's crispy. crazy. But it's crazy how good she looks just coming out of a car. Yo, my nigga, son. <laughs> this, she hasn't even walked down the ramp. Nothing. She hasn't been in a wrestling ring. Nothing. <laughs> She's she been out of from, a white Cadillac. She went from 1080p and AEW to 4K. <laughs> yes! No, but that's yes. no, but that's real, though. Come on, yes! That's like, real, the though. only people that, like, who actually dress up and, like, look like superstars... WWE guy. No, I'm talking about AEW. Uh, Max. Max. Dresses but up. his Tammy fucked up sometimes. Um, Ricky. A, Ricky... Yeah. Um, I'll give him that. I'll give you Machida. Yeah. Um, Nyla. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about AEW guys. Yeah. AEW. Uh, Nyla looks pretty good. Um, Willow at times. Yeah. That's yeah. why. And that's why I said at times, like the makeup, because I remember one pay per view that she was on. Swerve does look good, but he look, be looking ashy. No, that hair. That, that be like looking he, like a fucking. Oh, fuck, no, the I'm hair not, is I'm fine. Not doing this. The, I'm the not, hair nope. is fine. Yeah, and it's that like he needs to put some lotion me. on. Y'all not going to get me. He, he, he <laughs> doesn't, it, 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 nope. The skin doesn't look moisturized. He doesn't. And that beard. Like whatever cocoa butter is, that um that Prince Nana's using, just you know, he's African, exactly. So, His but but the pr- the problem the problem is just they don't look like mega stars, <laughs> and that's and that's what I keep saying is that you guys are on a million millions of million dollar TV deal, right? So every time you step out in it, on out of that out of Gorilla <laughs> and into and about to walk to that ring. You should be bigger than life. But I always said this, and I keep on going back to this. <laughs> when you grow up poor, you know how to look good. You, you you look at all the fashion guys, everything like that. You realize how important pageantry is. Tony Khan grew up rich. And Tony Khan, like, probably emphasized the importance of appearance and stuff like that. Because, my nigga, I have money. That nigga from the Midwest, so. Oh, hold up, hold up. <clears throat> Half of these wrestlers... They from the inner cities. They, they poor. 
White, black, Puerto Rican, I'm Asian. I'm talking about the owner. Yeah, but I'm talking about you should be making a, a, a bigger effort. You should be making a conscious decision. But there's no effort if the boss not stressing it. Fair. But that's why it always boils down to the person in charge. I, I agree with you on like, that Like, I give you prime example. Look at the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, whatever, right? Pageantry. Oh, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. They look good. What? The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. But did they have a Darius Carter to let them know that, yo, Dress this way. A lot of these people in there, like you said, Tony took all of, all of the Indies over. And a lot of them came from a situation that they didn't have the best. Only thing they had was with their ring gear. Not all of them had a knocking room leader like a uh-huh. Isaiah Wolf. To, and, and tell them that, or Darius Carr, like, yo, this is, this is, this is how you dress. This is how you carry yourself. Who was the guys that who took a lot of these people under their wings? And you know the people who had that little pageantry and training, Will Hobbs. The way that he carried himself, he had that. At the end of the day, these <laughs> niggas look like they rolled out of bed and went to start wrestling. All right, so let's go back into this Tuesday night battle. Um, let's just go with some ups and downs, things that you like, things that you didn't like. Um, uh, listen, M- okay, fake cash shortage. M- MD eighty nine ninety nine. I want you to go back to previous episodes of the Java Tears podcast because I've talked about that girl here forever. However, comma whoever's doing it now, it's not as bad as it was when she was in WWE, which is where I was like fucked up with. But she's another one that, in all honesty, is like probably killing the ROH women's division scene, and 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 no one knows. Yeah, and I hate that for and her. That's Tony for. I hate that she, he had a whole Wrestle Dream pay per view, and and all them ROH people was on the pre show. It just and she's the women's champion, oh. the longest, about to be the longest reigning ROH women's champion. You know and what? Doesn't get any type of love or support, so it's weird. You know what? I didn't like. Um, Willow was that new champion, right? The first ever, um, first ever open women's openweight champion, mm-hmm. right? She had one match. Mm-hmm. She was hot for two weeks. They mentioned her two weeks, right? And never again. Amy Kingston win this belt. Oh my gosh, she's double champion. Oh, they present him everywhere. Eddie Kingston's this, Eddie Kingston's that. Ring around the champion, he's on television a lot more. Yo, that nigga's actually been on TV, I feel like, way more time since right. Cesaro was when he was right. on the champion. Right. And reason why that I bring it up because it's a constant problem. Because you may look at it this way, like, but Mr. Black, you know, Willow, Willow didn't have an AEW championship. So so like um, this is why they didn't present her that way. Oh, Mr. Black, she's bring all the champion. Talk about Athena. She needs to be on TV that way. But you have a guy who have both titles, but he's always on television. Make oh, you presented it like on a zero hour for a weekly television show. He's defending both titles against a nigga that he's already wrestled before. Right. But I, so my thing is this: that didn't, that didn't, that didn't where me. the the same exact energy that he couldn't put on for Eddie Kingston, which is great, my nigga. You know, like he paid back his IRS. He looking good. He getting I'm good clothes. Right like, like he's smelling better. He's bathing on a regular basis. I'm proud of you, Eddie Kingston. But now Athena, you could take that same opportunity and gave it to Athena. Just, or you could have took that same 30 minutes, cut it in half, and gave it to both women. Oh, let's talk about but the why is new. That? I have listen, because he don't give a fuck about women's wrestling. And I already done told y'all that. Y'all know that. Everybody that's watching, 
The 32 people viewing, y'all know that. And everybody that's going to be listening to this episode, that man don't give a fuck about the women's division. And it showed this past Tuesday when again, and it's not a knock to Sheeta because I actually do like Sheeta, actually. But it didn't make any sense how the one that was champion before Paige is now the new women's champion again. And there was no story to it. There was no. But you know why Paige Soraya got the title? Because the pay-per-view was in the UK. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Because we all know Soraya, the bus passed when it came to wrestling. Soraya is still at the fucking bus stop because the bus already passed when it came to wrestling. I do not know why you niggas, you niggas love Soraya so much. Because, because you know why? Because you know why? Because you know why? (laughs) It's the same exact boat why I love CM Punk and AJ Lee. Because it was during the time where wrestling was in the PG era. So these three people stood out. They, These three people stood out 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago. You know what I was doing 20 years ago? Jacking my meat in my mama's basement. I don't think everybody needed to know that. I don't think that That's was what a, I was. It was a different time. You know what was 20 years ago? What happened in twenty in 2003? It was, what, four, was I 14? It was, uh, Nelly was I on top of the charts. With the bandana. Ludacris was doing his thing. Yeah. I was listening to G-Unit. I was listening to Diplomat. Wait, did you We have, are not, hold wait. up. We are not listening to these niggas no more. It is 20 years later. Stop propping up this woman like she's a star. I listen to say the same exact energy for CM Punk. Actually, you need to keep that same energy for everybody that that's old and over forty five or AEW and WWE. Whoa, 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 Don't do that. No, but if you're gonna do that, do not put ageism on 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 wrestling. Stop. But that's what he just did. No, he did not. I'm talking about the moment. Yes, that moment Different. that she had is past. I don't care how old she is because I know y'all going to take this clip and be like, oh my God, we're going to talk about women's ages. No, I do not because I like my bitches old anyways. So fuck y'all before y'all I even can, move forward. I can actually Dirty enough. Dirty enough. Dirty enough. So enough. let's relax. Dirty so this nigga back to what I'm saying. Back to what I'm saying. The bus has passed when it comes to Soraya and professional wrestling. The reason why they put the title on this woman is because you want a cheap pop in England. And I'm going to tell you this right now. That pop wasn't that worth pop it. That pop wasn't worth it. It didn't, it didn't translate in it on the TV. It, because it when I was watching, I, I was like, it. this shit weak. I said, damn, that's all they going to get for her? So you got 70, 80,000 people in here and, and, and the building don't look like it should? What's going on here? The building the didn't only, show. Because the they were like, The boom. only reaction was her family. It was the weirdest thing. And then fast forward to who did she face here in New York at Grand Slam? Nobody cares. That's the problem. (laughs) Nobody cares about Soraya in the ring. That's why you take take that belt off of her and put her on an actual wrestler like Sheeta. I give a fuck more about Sheeta than I ever gave about Soraya over the past five years. More than I gave about Soraya. Yeah. So my my only, so another reason why I didn't really care for the title change as someone, as mentioned, Tony Storm, so the shit Tony Storm's been doing on AEW's been amazing. I was upset at first when the fucking video was in picture in picture. I was very hot because I was like, "What the fuck?" But then I realized it was a sh- it was a silent film. So I said, "Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? This being in this it? position, you can have this because okay. you can't have mine <laughs> clearly because I just took a swig of it." Um, but my issue is is that. 
Tony Storm's been, you know, back and forth with her with her former group members. And now it's like, what happens to that storyline now that there's no title involved? Like, what do you do with Tony Storm now? Like, does she still face does she still fight with Ruby and, and Paige and all them niggas? Or does she like like where you does that direction a, go? You take Tony Storm away from that bum ass Soraya. Well, they already did. Cause now so she's now, got a whole different And, and now you put up by herself. Let's grow that character. That's the best thing going in that women's division. Tony Storm's character is over. Is, yeah. Now continue to build it. You may not like it. I understand why you might not like it. But fat booty Tony Storm, no, that no, no, character no, 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 is no, popping. No, 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 no. It's the only actual I was say character this. in AEW. I was going to say this. The biggest problem with AEW women's division is it's the same for women. And I feel like none of them get cycled out. Because you put the same exact women over and over and over again. What happens to cycle all these women out? You always talk about... Yo, where's Abaddon? Right. Right, right. <laughs> I was going to say this. Uh, thank you, Wes. Appreciate you. Love from Alabama. Thank you so much. I was going to say this. We are Alabama in this house. Alabama in this house. This I don't know what goes on. Mount Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> I was going to say bad, this. Bro. I was going to say this. Alabama. Is I think the biggest problem with the women's division is nobody feels fresh no more. Because we know who we're going to get. We only get the same four or five women each and every time in the same exact matches where you have tons of women. So let me ask you this question. You think WWE does that? Main roster, not NXT. But um, see, uh, but now are we in that, are, are we yeah, now in that playing does. field of still dividing at main and uh, NXT? Or should that, we just talk about though. WWE? No, I'm just saying, before you answer the question, <laughs> I just want to know, like, are we still going to keep separating the two or are we just going to say WWE? I'm talking about the main roster. Yes. The main roster is the main storyline. Yes. The one that the, the one that that comes on Mondays and Fridays as of right now. I'm I think saying, I don't feel like that's like I think good criteria, but okay. Yes and no. Yes and no is because NXT is saving it. And I also think that there's a large crop of women that they switch in and out that they use. AEW would stick to their top five, WWE would stick to the top ten. Well, that's because it's a bigger roster, per se, I guess. Or, or you know, because no, once again, because no. Raw's three hours. No, but but so but, that but, time. But I, I can push against that because different. they have more. They have a bunch of shows. They have two shows. They have Collision. They have they have ROH pay per views. They have they have Dynamite. So they technically have like three shows, and they have multiple. And then now they Rampage, and then Rampage, and now they're doing pay per views mo- monthly. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, according now eight a year is going to so, be the new so, lineup for AEW, and then. With Athena being ROH champion, supposedly the internet is buzzing about how she's doing. Why didn't she showcase more? Exactly. Instead of putting her on zero hour when Ashley asked Keith Lee. Exactly. And don't forget. No offense, Keith Lee. Don't forget. Trash. Don't forget. <laughs> y'all feel a little trash. The women that she's wrestling at ROH is also nice too. Yeah. No, I, so I agree. She's not put on smart. I mean, um, 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 matches like Jay when she was at AEW. She put on great quality matches. Lady Frost. You remember Lady Frost? She yeah, signed no, supposedly. Nice. Lady Frost. To what? AEW. Really? Lady Frost is nice. Yo, everyone's I hope watching. They use a row. Look up Lady Frost. Nah. Fire. She's her and her husband. Fire. Um, are son. dope. No, it's a dope couple out of Pittsburgh. So no, definitely look them up. Uh, I, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna play that card with you, MD eighty nine ninety nine. Yo, but, MD eighty nine ninety nine. We're going to be in Chicago. Yo, I'm planning I, I a brunch Saturday after that Saturday afternoon before Yo, Survivor Series. So well, this is our question. Just, we'll let you know. Not just the AEW thing, but a wrestling thing, right? Okay. Do 
I, I'm not talking about wrestling. Matter of fact, they put all of us in. Do you think black, white, whatever, do they think that we're not a good enough draw? So this is why a lot of wrestling companies don't get behind us. It's just a question. Do you think black wrestlers are not a draw? Yeah. <laughs> Who's unpacking first? You go, Janelle. No, you clearly haven't. So I, I don't Do you think they're it. not a draw? No, no, I'm asking. No, do you think they are a draw or do you think they're not a draw? For me? Are you asking, do you think, do I think they are a draw or not? Right, because the reason why I'm always asking is, this is just from a person that with big companies, whatever, just talking to different people, because when you stop looking at color, looking at who's moving the needles, is is us black wrestlers really moving the needle? So, I can, I, I, I'll, I'll put the, this is my opinion on it. I think black wrestlers aren't given a chance mm-hmm. to show that they can move the needle. Okay. That's the problem. I can kind of get with that. Mm-hmm. Where you can't tell who moves the needle until you get, give them a chance to move the needle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of black wrestlers aren't given that chance. Okay. Multiple reasons why. Mm-hmm. They're not politicking the way that a lot of white wrestlers do. That is true. They, they nepotism is a huge thing in, in, in any type of sport, and I will say any type of in form of entertainment. Right. So a lot of black wrestlers aren't don't have deep roots in 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 wrestling. They're the first of their generation to come into wrestling, like us. Number four, a lot of times owners bookers. They see a black wrestler, they try to put them in a certain box, not let them be themselves. Mm-hmm. Man, it's a hot nigga shit. <laughs> so the bigger the bigger thing is that you I can't say give you a yes or no answer because not enough black wrestlers are given a chance to mm-hmm. perform and move to, to to see if they move that needle. Mm-hmm. That's always been my mm-hmm. thing is, yes, you can say, oh, mm-hmm. he doesn't move the needle, but you don't give him a full chance. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to piggyback off of that because I, I do agree with that. But also, it also goes into the fans. Fans play a part in someone either getting the opportunity or someone either you know holding the holding the rock like y'all like to say about basketball right that's the right that's the right terminology yeah the rock yeah, yeah. but I feel like <laughs> you saw I was trying to be down for a second <laughs> that was cute <laughs> thank you I try sometimes you know but no um the one of the biggest things is actual support and and it's and it's support from the fan side of things. Like mm. you mentioned it right when we talked about Big E and how his merch never moved because no one bought into the merch and no yeah. one bought into the into the person. So it, it it definitely like on all on all accounts, each side it's like a seesaw. And when it's balanced, that's when there's this chance for growth and opportunity. So as much as on the you know on the business side, and that has to be accountable. And as an owner, you want to be able to show showcase talent. And 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 you want to also be able to give opportunities to people that would never be able to have an opportunity as such. So you have that on that side. And then on this side, you have as fans, you have to also invest into that person for them to either either get the opportunity or to maintain the opportunity. So it it it, it has to play together in order for it to be successful. And the biggest and, and the biggest example is Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair in that chance of going from NXT, never winning the NXT women's title, to then going 
going to the main roster, having the phenomenal run that she had running up to WrestleMania and having that Mania match main event with Sasha Banks and then losing, fast forwarding it to then the next year, um, having the match with Becky Lynch and, and, you know, going through and winning the Royal Rumble and all that stuff. So they gave her those opportunities. And as fans, fans was behind that. Whether she was, whether she was champion or not, the fans were behind her and that i think played uh, it it plays it, it's like when you're in like a like a symphony it has to everybody has to every section has to play its part for it to sound sound good i think that i think that i have to i'm going to push back on it personally this is my personal opinion i think that we are a draw i agree with everything you are saying but also it also it also falls back on the fans definitely is is i'll give you an example is when we had Bobby Lashley as a champion, everybody was behind him. Oh, Bobby Lashley's champion. Yo, da, da, when da, da, I da, saw da. niggas pumping right. in an arena, right. I said, oh, shit, this me? nigga over. Everybody went crazy. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. And let me talk about what kind of warrior wrestling Bobby Lashley is. He's the typical Debo type of Debo type of stereotype during the time of champion. I'm going to beat up everybody. I'm angry. I don't need nobody. It's just me. But blah, blah, blah. we all got behind him. We bought his shirts. We got hype. Now, Big E was the opposite. Big E was the dude that you may who grew up with in the suburbs with. Mad cool, had a wrestling games, tight. He ain't no gangster, but he going to stand up for himself. He likes video games. He was full display on that. Everything. He wasn't afraid to show many sides of him, but yet we didn't support him. So the reason why I said what I said because it fell back on us because how many times that people say that I hate I hate Big E for all that dancing and all that he looks stupid he should be angry coming to the ring blah blah blah, blah. we didn't we don't give our black wrestlers a lot of lean way to get out the box because the moment we get out that box that white people put us in we get upset because it messed up the norm I give you an example right for many years for my personal experience I got called gay. Because I was talk that hootie hollering. I wasn't every girl's face, none of that. I stick to myself. This is who I am. Everybody knows who I am. When you meet me in person, black is alive. He's definitely to himself. For many years, because I didn't fit the stereotype of what belongs in the hood as the black man. You feel me? That then when I started adapting these society norms, that's when I wasn't gay. I wasn't not called gay no more. So the reason why I said all of this is it falls back on the fans. Now... We get, do get a few black people in there. Oh, my gosh. My brother, you have, oh, we got the niggas. We got the niggas in here. We had a woman who wasn't in wrestling, who's a comedian. Similar to Patrice O'Neal, we went crazy on her and got her out of there. Every time we have someone who looks like us, may not be from the same world we're similar to, we shit them out of here. We shit on them. So now, let's say how that, that person finally gets through. Dang, only one in the room. Let's say as a wrestler like Trick Williams. Trick Williams, not this. She fights, 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 fights. Get the hell out of there. Or she had them conforming to the system. And then, you know what they do? Let's hire another Janelle in there because she acts like a Janelle. Our biggest thing is we don't embrace true diversity, us as black people. We do not. A lot of us do not. Because if we did, the fucking Zoot Network would not be having all these fans and money right now. So, so, so the thing is, I push back on kind of both what you guys are saying. Fans are important, but if the machine is not 100% behind you, there, you still don't get a chance to move the needle. But the machine no, is no, 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 no,
Drew McIntyre. Okay. Drew McIntyre literally had a fall on his face before they pulled the machine from behind him. Then he came back, then he left and came back and, and did what he needed okay. to do. Another example, we can use Roman. People weren't, weren't 100% behind him. So I, 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 I challenge that with um, Chad Gable. And I say that because in the beginning, I just as a fan, I felt like the machine in that instance wasn't behind him and, and didn't see the talent. And I felt like it wasn't until like the fans really got behind him with the thank you and shush and, and the stuff he was doing. I didn't think it I, I, for me as a fan, I didn't feel like they got behind him until the fans. But that, got behind it, it, him. it works. It, it works different ways. But I don't see I don't think he's going to be a main event superstar anytime soon. Oh, my nigga about to be IC champion. Don't yeah. But the, but the thing is, are we, I'm talking about superstar level of um, the ones that really move the needle and stuff uh, of that nature. Drew McIntyre don't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. But we they gave Roman multiple chance because they believed in him. Oh, well, also in that nepotism. So, thing, yeah, probably, that, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sometimes the machine is just not behind a person. Sometimes the machine, the machine will give you that doesn't see the full potential, and, and, and so somebody else sees it, and then they bring you back. An example is Cody Rhodes, but he had nepotism as well with him. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's a, so that's an example is that we can blame the fans. The fans do play a factor because they look at numbers, right. they look at demos, they look at to see who's 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 maneuvering the right Ooh, way. Look who oh, our, our guest decided to show up. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, people be late. But you can't be late people to his show. People got stuff to do. <laughs> but you can't be late to his show. Because well, if I came late an hour late. You would know more than anybody would know. So, we uh, actually, it's perfect timing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have our very special guest in the building. Up, I've been waiting for this moment for a minute to come and sit down with the one and only Brian XL from House of Glories in the building. Y'all, give it up, give it up, give it up. Mm, good, how are you? Here you go, here's your mic. He got his new coffee. He ready. I know it was early, trust me. I'm tired too, I promise. All right, ladies but. and gentlemen, we are here with BXL, the owner <laughs> of House of Glory. The guy, every the first the first of every month, he texts me, where's my money? Because <laughs> he said, bitch, give me my money. Bitch, better have my money. Before. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> and, and, and you see oh, the shows he put on, he gonna need everybody <laughs> to pay what they owe. But we are very thankful to have you on. He actually, they have a very, very big show coming up tomorrow yes. in live time. So we're here to talk about that a little bit. We're here to talk about him, Why of course. Why is saying, this nigga got good hair, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know crispy. <laughs> Listen, only, it's funny how that was the conversation earlier with the lineup. The bookers, the bookers in the building. <laughs> One half of, of the former House of Glory Tag Team Champions in the building. The bookers, the bookers. How did you even come up with that? Like, was that just an obvious name to go with? Like, did y'all have Honestly, to? No, um, that was actually Red's idea. <laughs> Yeah, so we just ran with it. I was about to say, did you agree with that or no? Absolutely, I think that was perfect. Uh, so, so, so much question fun. before we we like dive into topics about about wrestling and get your opinion on it. You've told the story to me, okay? But let the fans of the, the Jobbeteers Nation know how House of Glory started because it's a real deep story. I was that was actually was my first question was going to be where did you get the name from? Like I just feel like that in itself is a story. Um, all right. Uh, Damn. Okay. <laughs> Put him on so, the spot. Uh, yeah. So, you know, um, so I, I was, you know, I had the money and um, 
and I had a a, a meeting with Red and uh, Joel Maximo. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. from SAT. And um, it's it's more deeper than that, but I guess one day I'll get to it. And you know, because I, mean? I, I don't really tell people the story. Um, but um, to make it to make it short, so I had the money and I went to uh, Red and Joel and I basically told them, look. You know, um, I got the money. I could invest in it, and um, we can make you guys the faces. Uh, and um, obviously, I own it with, with you guys, but I want to be behind the scenes because nobody really knows me. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. But we can make it like amazing red school kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, yeah, we uh, we did that. And then uh, Joel went his way. Um, like once we started, like two three months later, Joel decided that he didn't want to really be involved anymore because he had other stuff that he was working on. And then me and Red just kept going. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, through the grace of God, we're here, man. It just it, it blew up. He's talking low because, you know, he cool. He's from hey, Brooklyn. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. my man's eyes, we go smile face. Yeah, there's like, more details than that, but I guess I'll, I'll save that for, like, the documentary. Ooh. Yeah. Speaking about documentaries, someone just asked and talked about um, the Von Erics. Has everyone seen the Von Erics trailer for their new movie coming out, I believe, Christmas weekend? Um, it talks about the Von Eric family and, like, the trials and tribulations of that. So, actually, I actually have a question for you. Working with Red, um, how has... Y'all, your relationship with him growing into such a brotherhood in that way? That's a good question. Um, so, Ooh. you know, you know, back in the days when we first started, we all used to travel together. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, SAT, Amazing Red, Joel, um, uh, Kelvin, uh, Chris Devine, Quiet Storm. And um, so we used to always travel together and, and they took it more serious than I did. You know what I'm saying? I was always, I grew up with, with Kelvin and Joel from SAT. I used to go to school with Kelvin. Um, and, you know, we was just all wrestling fans. So it worked out. Um, but I knew Red. You know, he's, we saw travel together, but we was close. But me and him obviously got more closer because we did start doing business together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that through the years, us working together, House of Glory been open since December 2010. Woo! You know what I'm saying? So that long? Whoa. Yeah, we've been around for a minute, so Damn. our bond just got closer because at the end of the day, it was just me and him. Mm-hmm. Always have to obviously business. We always got to message each other, talk to each other, make sure everything is, you know, copacetic and stuff. So it, through the three years, it just got real close, man. And and I'm I I love him. He's my he's my brother, man. You know what I'm saying? No, that's what I do. I do anything for him. No, that's and, and trust me, the way that Wilkins talks about not only you but talks about Red in the manner that he does, it's like it, it's it, it's an honor I think for anyone to walk through those doors of House of Glory and, and be able to be in y'all in y'all present because I always say that you are the vision, and I feel like no one knows that about you because I, even the, the small conversations I've had with you, I'm like this man's vision in wrestling mm-hmm. is just different and it's and it's interesting. So talk a little bit. What made you fall in love with wrestling? Um, honestly, like, I've been watching wrestling since I was four. Ooh. Yeah, so, um. We're not going to age you, I promise. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, mom, so I was a type, I was one of those kids that, um, that couldn't stay still. Like, I used to be running around and, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I was just a, a real bad, the people that knew me, like, in school and stuff like that, they, I was a bad kid, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, um, so wrestling was the only thing that, that I'll still stay still for. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So my mom's just like, all right, let me just keep the wrestling thing. Let me buy him these wrestling toys and stuff like that because that's the only thing that kept me still. And then obviously, you know, through the years. Talk like a mother right there. Yeah. <laughs> so through the years, um, you know, I got older. I just didn't like wrestling anymore. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I stopped 
and you know I was you know I was in the streets and stuff like that and you know growing up in Brooklyn it's just really hard to to not do the activities that's going on out there in the streets mm-hmm. you know what I'm Being saying product so, of your environment 100% so I was really deep in you know what I mean but what brought me back as a at a young age is when I met Kelvin and Joel from SAT cuz um, that's when ECW was booming. Mm-hmm. So ECW is what is the reason that got me starting watching wrestling again. You know what I'm saying? And and we had a whole and, and obviously you guys know that we got trained by Mikey Whiprack, the legend from ECW, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So just being around that whole environment, watching him as a fan, then years later end up meeting him and, and him him training us in the um House of Hardcore in Long Island. It's just it was just all a dream come true, man. It was just a lot of great things, man, that happened. You know what I mean? So so what came first, the school or the wrestling promotion? The school. Mm. Um, actually, Red didn't want to do the wrestling promotion. Mm. He's still against the shows to this day. You can kind of, you can kind of get that vibe. Yeah, no, he's just like, he loves yeah. it, but he's just like, uh. yeah. No, and sometimes it's like I have to like really convince him to like wrestle sometimes, like because he likes doing the teaching thing and running stuff, and you know what I mean. But I, I love, I love both. Like you know what I mean. I love uh, the shows. I love it. Like you know what I mean. I think that this was what we were here for. You know what I'm saying. So um, yeah, that's all me. Like you know what I mean. He does it. You know what I mean. I, obviously, when I need advice, I'll hit him up, and he gives me the best. Who, 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 who should? You know what I mean. I'm. He's a legend. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I always listen to him. So if he has an advice, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Or if I can't figure something out, I'll hit him up and he'll give me the, you know what I mean? So we work good together. You know what I'm saying? But he hates the show. <laughs> what do you, so w- now that you've been around wrestling for how many years and you've seen the evolution of professional wrestling, what are your thoughts about the current state of wrestling, especially the one not in the independent scene, but more on television? Especially when you see guys that have been through like the AEW? school. Yeah. Like AEW, WWE. Well, what are your thoughts on the on the current state of professional wrestling? I love it, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I appreciate stuff. like Even though, like, you know, sometimes, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to say a lie. I don't watch wrestling, right? But lately, I've been trying to watch it, especially like AEW. Obviously, you know my students are signed to AEW. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, Which students? Uh, private party. Shout out to private party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're so, going to be at Comic-Con at the Nerds the, um, table, I think, Saturday this yeah. weekend. I was with them last night. We was at the um, the West Side Gun um, album release. Oh. Dope. Oh, that's, yeah, so that's why you were late? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he turned up last night. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, so, yeah, I, I, honestly, man, I think, you know, people say things about Tony Khan, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, for me, it's like, I, it's hard for me to just look at stuff as a, a fan, you know what I'm saying? Or a wrestler, it's like, I'm a promoter, I've been a promoter since 2011, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, my mind is just like promoting, uh, promote, as a, from a promoter's aspect, you know what I mean? And him, he, um, I, I, I give it to him, man. I think that he really does a lot of things for the fans. You know what I mean? Even though people look at him like he's a mark or he's a fan of the sport and stuff like that, we all marks. Like, you know what I'm saying? At True. the end of the day. But I feel like, mm-hmm. let's just say, do you guys think that uh, that CM Punk is going to go back to WWE? No. Wait, 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 wait. Hold wait. on. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a reason I'm saying that, but do you think he is? Um, No. No. I feel like the okie doke is they want everyone to think no and it could be a yes. I'm still 50 50 on I it. I think no because. Let me ask you this. Before they started announcing the last 48 hours that they were talking about, before that, would you have thought that he was going back to the. Because no. I know that it's been on the internet that no. he's not going I like, back. I'm like, even after the release, I said no because it's all about something that he did. I was like, hmm. He got thrown out of WWE doing a Raw. Okay. Nobody gets thrown out like that. 
You feel me? Mad old people comes um, backstage and all of that. Never issue. No, but there but was a punk- there was a reason why, and that it was legal why they had to get him out. It wasn't even on a personal thing because he still was under contract AEW. It can look like tampering, so they had to get him out of that building. But it's the, but even like before that opportunity signed him, it was like, nah, we're good. You feel me? Now, if it was like now, if AEW was on some like it wasn't locker room issues, I I see your man coming back, but yeah. you are a bad locker room guy. That's why I say he ain't gonna I, come I, back. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. Why? Put me on, you know what I'm dude. saying? Because you know, um, not to to my horn, but I know a lot of people that you know that be there, like you know, there and and, and they was saying a lot of great things about him. Mm. You know what I mean, there's some people that will say certain things, but mm-hmm. like to be honest with you, man, like, and I'm gonna go back to 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 the question of um, you know, Tony Khan and stuff like that. When when I was in Ring of Honor, like you know, when we I was. In Ring of Honor when it first opened, right? So I got to wrestle Eddie Guerrero and and what? you know what I mean like yeah a lot of people don't know that if you go back to the match he had he only had two matches in Ring of Honor the first one was a super crazy the second one was he teamed up with Amazing Red versus SAT and then after the match I went in there and I grabbed the mic and I was going back and forth for him like I basically wanted a match he beat me up gave me the frog splash best time yeah I, I would Damn. never forget the legend what? but you know when I first met uh, CM Punk I didn't like him. And it says there's something, you know, them people that you meet, sometimes you're like, there's a son with this dude, man. Like, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. Like, and I, you know, for me, it was, I don't know. I was like, yo, he got a, like a, a Pepsi tattoo or whatever, a Coca-Cola yeah, tattoo. Like, oh. like, you know what I mean? But, but this is back then. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. like, yo, and and it's crazy because um, Gabe Sapolsky, he was pushing punk. Mm-hmm. Gabe, Gabe has a good eye, man. Now that, you know, I've learned a lot about the business and stuff like that, being behind the scenes, I give a lot of credit to Gabe. He ha- he sees talent for real because I didn't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he pushed really? a lot of people. Yeah. So back then, I definitely didn't see it. He had like the basketball shorts and all that. I'm like, this guy looks bugged out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And look who he came now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a fan of punk. I ain't going to lie. Um, So for me, it's just like. So with CM Punk, I feel like he just rubs people the wrong way. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But um, going to Tony Khan, I feel like, like um, you know, Tony for Bobby seeing like he be trying to, he gets people to be able to like surprise the fans, like right. So he he'll get mm. these this these like the CM Punks, <laughs> the Edge or whoever, like you know what I'm saying. Even though people say he doesn't do nothing with them after. You know what I mean? And I could agree with that to a certain extent. Uh-huh. But like he brings people in for the fans. Like people want to. How many years have people been screaming CM Punk in, in WWE every time they're in Chicago? Not, listen, listen, listen. Well, you uh, hold it on. that how, way. Wait, hold on. How, how, how long that Yo, they've been screaming? He does have a point. Hold yeah, on. How long they've been screaming that. for CM Punk for no, so I'm long? Not, listen, I'm not mad at it. All right, hold on. So for me, it's just like the fans have really been wanting to. And I, to be honest with you, for people that don't know, um, I had a meeting with Master P, right, uh, a couple of years ago, and then we was doing business together. And when hold I, up, and hold up, hold up. The streets got to know this. House of Glory doing business with Master P. Y'all niggas can't fuck with them. Uh, <laughs> so, so we had a meeting oh. with... We had a meeting with Master P, right? And the first thing, one of the first things I told him, I said, we got to go get CM Punk. I said, let me tell you something, man. Like, this man right here, and I was the way I explained it to, to and people probably won't agree with me, but the way I explained it to, to Master P, I'm like, look, this dude right now is not signed to nobody. And it's like Michael Jordan, right? Uh-huh. Being in his prime and leaving basketball. I said, that's Michael Jordan right now in the wrestling world. People want to see that man, and, and nobody's did, um, picking him. I'm sorry to interrupt, but how did um, Master P react when you told him all this? He, he was with it. 
He was like, all right, cool. If you if you look at TMZ, I don't know, he he shot him out. The one thing that I was trying to call Master P because he pronounced his name a little wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I don't want to do it like that. Like, you know what I mean? He just started saying things that I didn't agree with. And I was calling him. I'm like, yo, I didn't want to present it like that. But I think that it was a turnoff because I spoke to uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider. Uh-huh. And that's my dude. Like, I knew Mike for a long time. And he hit me up. He's like, yo, B, look, this is the truth. And he just didn't present it the way I would have presented. He did it without telling me like Master P just jumped out the window you know what I'm saying but I knew that um, uh, CM Punk people really wanted to see this guy you know what I mean so for when when AEW did that I'm like this is a good thing you know what I mean and I feel like if they do bring him back to WWE I think that AEW plays a big part of that because they got to see business wise forget about personal whatever he did business mm, overseas all that when it comes money. to business what that's like, money when it comes to business you can't put your emotions to business and I do that with House of Glory like even if I don't I'm not saying because I, I like everybody I try to you know have a relationship oh, you, 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 oh man Man, this Yo. man, this man knows how to knows how to maneuver through a, a room full of Yo. sharks. So, so for me, it's just like business before anything, right? And I know that they seen AEW and they're like, "Well, all right, this guy." We, it reminds them how much power this man has. We could they what they do with that Saturday show? They build the whole show for him. For him, you know what I mean? Look and now it's it Daniel Bryan show. <laughs> yeah, of course, but but look how big it was because of him. You and I heard, you know, I don't know. You know, people that told me, like, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but I heard that he was running that show. Yeah. Like, he was producing that show. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the one that, like, Tony, they, they used to sit together and put that show together. Like, he had, that was really him. Like, you know what but, I'm But the thing about it with me when it comes to CM Punk is you have all this talent, all these opportunities, and you let, like you just mentioned, you let your emotions get the best of you. And that's my only thing with him because, like you said, when people saw the talent in him, people saw what how much money he can make, he can generate what he can do, but yet he throws that all away. Oh my God, I was there the too. Because, because of that attitude. <laughs> because of the way he acts. That's my thing. Because it's like, he, maybe... You know why you it say that? It doesn't make sense. You know what? I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Go ahead. But you know, you know why people say that? Because he had two um, altercations, right? So people are like, oh, this guy's a he has a bad attitude. It's problematic. You know what I mean? Hold on. But before I before I go there, the, you said how I felt about the state of wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think is I think it's in a good place. It could be better. You know what I mean? But I think that AEW is giving a lot of people opportunities that would have never made it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people that would not. I look at that roster, and there's a lot of people, for me, that would have probably not got that chance to be able to make it. You know what I'm saying? And um, AEW came, and they, they gave a lot of kids opportunities. And I also heard that that Tony Khan be paying these kids even when they hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he lets their contracts go all the way. Like, WWE doesn't do that. No. You know what I'm saying? What Tony Khan does, and, I, and I've said on the podcast number, no, numerous times, he is making the ecosystem of wrestling much healthier. Yeah. Yeah. I may not agree with everything that he does, but you what you pointed out is you're giving somebody who's probably would have made maybe 40k a year yeah, doing, like 30, 40. doing independent wrestling 100k 120k so i respect what he what he's doing for wrestling do i have to agree with everything he does no, of nah not. but cm punk is out here wilding we're gonna right, go back uh, to punk yeah, wait, go back to wait. i want to go back to that i actually have a question about punk since you are the booker and everyone knows that of you let me paint a scenario let's go back to the media scrum 
let's say you were sitting there instead she of Tony she, 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 that's right that, that, <laughs> let me tell you let's something. see when okay I that, good I was, question I, I, yeah, yeah, okay good question when I seen that I was real upset I'm like damn this nigga's bugging like you know what but I'm why, why did that as as an owner why did that make you upset and and what would have you done in that scenario no, hold, hold on hold on hold on I won't be in that hold, hold on hold on <laughs> Let me let me rewind. Let, let me rewind this. Let me rewind this because I like that question. We're gonna spice it up a little bit. Y'all just got a TV deal. Yes. Okay. House of Glory just got a TV yes. deal. Now you're probably doing a a, a, um, a pay per view every quarter. Probably you're making a bunch of money now. Yes. Okay. Ken Broadway, the guy you've invested a lot of time, years, and, and, money, and, and, and money, money into and him. Money. I would have said Charles yes. Mason. Years. Continue. Yes, <laughs> yes, my dude. Ken Broadway, bro. But but Ken Ken's been there a little no, bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, long, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a superstar. That and, and, and been, yeah. been, been you've been riding with him for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sits next to you mm-hmm. <laughs> in a media scrum, mm-hmm. and he's beefing with private party. He's beefing with private party oh. and a couple other people. Okay. Yeah. And how would you have reacted there you on, go. in that on. moment? Hold on, one you can't compare CM Punk to Cam no no no, 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 not, not in not, that aspect. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is this. I mean like you can't compare their relationship Tony Khan's relationship with CM Punk. Oh, my relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. I knew Ken right. since he was a kid. I knew Private Party since they were kids. So it's it's more of like it's a, a little different. Yeah, it's like a like you know what I mean. Like a, I'm not saying like father he's a figure. Big brother. Like, you know, like big brother. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So for me, it's just like in in the way we do things in House of Glory. Like nobody's perfect. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But there's there's no altercations with each other that okay. I know of. Like you know, people may disagree. <laughs> people may disagree and stuff like that. Right. But ain't no fist throwing. None of that. Never been that and never. Will be that, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. So we can't. I really can't. I could talk from a promoter's aspect, but yeah, I can't that's, talk, that's what I, I can't talk know. about. Like you know what I'm saying. That I can't put from, it from, from a promoter's aspect. How would you have reacted if one of your top guys was walling like that? Yes, I think honestly, I think that um, I probably would have told them like you know, shut the cameras off. Not that I'm gonna do something physical, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna, we not, I'm not gonna be able to continue this because at the end of the day, I'm gonna look real stupid. Correct. As the promoter, like you know what I'm saying, because it's just like that. That just shows no respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you got, let me tell you something. If they were, you, do you think, and not 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 to like, you know, I'm not dissing CM Punk or none of that, but you think if Vixen Man would have been no. sitting there, that CM Punk no. would have been doing that? Hell to no, hundred percent, he would not been doing no. that. But you know what's great that, but well, the difference is that Tony Khan builds these relationships with these guys. More than business, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And sometimes that works, and sometimes it doesn't. So how do you separate that? All right, so I could tell you that. Let me go back to like the CM Punk thing with the uh, the the London, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think do you do you have information that that was CM Punk's fault? No, we're just going off. All right, so we're... for me, it's just like I do have information on that. And when I heard, I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Like you know what I'm saying. And for me, it's just like I think because it was back to back. People look at him like, yo, this guy's trouble. Again? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what he said in that thing, what, what you just mentioned, mm-hmm. I don't know what's called Scrum. Or yeah, yeah, the media media scrum. scrum. I, I think that that was CM Punk's fault. Like, you know what Absolutely. I'm saying? I think that he should have held it, you know what I mean? Just being the more of the OG in the whole situation. Like, bro, you should have just, you know, approached the situation outside from the cameras. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I guess that he was just upset and couldn't hold it. And that's understandable because we're all human. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I think that that second one with that jungle kid, I don't think it was So CM whose fault was it? Mm. I think I, I. I mean, it, it, I, the it, way it sounded, it, to it me, looks like Jungle because he ain't still been on TV yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know what <laughs> I'm saying. And, and, I, and, I feel, and I feel like you know, um, if I had the way it was, I don't know how true it is because you know, um, people there's always three sides always, of the story. Mm-hmm. So what I heard, it, it, I think it sounded like it was Jungle's fault. Like he, you know what I mean? Like it was like no respect there when CM Punk was trying to put him on to something. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? If if CM Punk is is running that Saturday show, you know what I'm saying? And and there was a conversation not to do something and then you get there and then you do it, you basically disrespecting. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You want to just do your own thing. And for me, it's just like, like, I like, and, and if he did that, if that Jungle Boy did that, and he did that, it's just like, for me, I look at that, I'm like, damn, like, you know, people would love to be in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if it's because you grew up with money. Like, you know what I'm saying? It has anything to do with it. No disrespect to him. But I feel like people appreciate stuff like this. If an OG or older dude in the game is trying to put you on, like, yo, you don't have to do that. You'll get the same reaction if it was a fake glass. You know what I'm saying? And then you throw it in the air and you say something in the camera about, and you basically directing to the person that told you not to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I know exactly what no. you're talking about. Yeah. So, so let me, so it's funny that, that you mentioned this. Because, if it's true. Because if alleged, it's, if it's allegedly. Because yeah. early in the show, we were talking about it's not what you say, it's how you said it. 100%. Yes. So do you think maybe, allegedly, or whatever happened, CM Punk didn't know, didn't say it the way to, for Jungle Boy to take it in the right way? Yeah, because he is a lot younger than him. Okay, but I think that my, my, in my opinion, I think that, you know, back in the days, man, when we was wrestling, it's like, you know, the older guys used to talk crazy to the younger guys, you know, and we live in a different world now. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But for me, it's just like, well, if if me personally, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the toughest guy in the world, but I could tell you that I could sit here and say I did more street stuff than any wrestler you could name. Like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to where I grew up and the things I have done, you know what I'm saying? And through the grace of God, I'm here. But it's just like, when I look at him, it's just like, like, come on. Like, if he says something, even if he said it in a manner, if you a man, you don't have to like, you don't have to get physical. All you have to do is pull somebody to the side and be like, yo, bro, like, like the way you said that, like, you know what I mean? Like, we have to address that situation. Like, you know I mean, I, feel I get like, what you're saying. I, get I feel what you're like, saying. I feel like if, if, especially if you don't come from that, if you don't come from that, why are you wilding out like that? Uh, you know what I mean? That's a good like, point. Oh, yeah. Beverly Hills, how yeah, you talking you know crazy? Saying? Like, if you go, if okay. you go, and, and, and for me, if, some people may not agree, but for me, it's just like, you know, if you come from a place that nobody yeah. talks to you like that, as a man, and you know I me, mean, I'm gonna address it immediately. Yeah. And I'm gonna pop off on you. Like, you <laughs> yep. know what I'm saying? Then that's understandable. Dang. But I feel like if you don't grow up from that, then it's just like as a man, obviously you don't want no other man to disrespect you. But pull him to the side and be like, "Yo, bro, the way you talking to me, we you can't like you know what I mean. We, I'm not having that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just doing look that, at you, make me um, look at CM Punk in a different light. So, yeah, actually, our, our fellow MD8999, he's actually from Chicago, and he said, "I believe everything this brother is saying." <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because yeah, I mean I it's a different you. point of view. Yeah, I didn't even know that you was live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live. Oh live. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We so, live. Let me ask you a question, right? You, you as promoter, right? What are some of the things that you have taken from Vince? Matter of fact, I'm gonna say just Vince. What are some of the promoters that you look up to, and you took some of their things into your own promotion? Hmm. All right, and I'm not gonna sit here and try to like you know I try not to never lie, but honestly, I don't. I don't really look at anybody. You know what I mean? There's things that I, I, I seen that I agree that Vince did that it was game changers, like, like in the beginning stages. Like um just um putting together like entertainment, like um, you know, the music industry, you know what I mean? I just seen the documentary the other day about that he had that girl, um what's her name that she did a song? Uh Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Oh, the Cindy Lofter. Yeah, 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 I just I just seen that for the first time and I'm and I'm paying attention. I see stuff like that. I'm like, wow, Vince was ahead of his time. He knows. He you was. know, I mean entertainment, like you bring those two big like you know what I mean, big worlds together, like hip hop or whatever together is just like it's gonna work. You know what I mean? Especially hip hop these days. Like, you know what I mean? It's just hip hop's everything. 
You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just like bringing that like Swerve right now. You see how Swerve is doing it? He's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? And I and I was I be doing I was doing that with House of Glory. I brought in DJ Hooker to House of Glory yeah. to Ken. I, I did bring in uh, Uncle Murder, West Side Gun, and a couple of you. I mean, years ago, like you know what I'm saying. So he's doing it right. I always feel like those two worlds always work good together, especially for wrestling. You know what I mean? So I think Vince was ahead of his time with that. You know what I mean? And um, you know, but I usually just for me, I'm a thinker. You know what I mean? I do a lot mm. of thinking. You know what I'm saying? And um, and you know, through the grace of God, man, like you know what I mean? It's been working. You know what I'm saying? With his guidance, with God's guidance, you know what I mean? I always got these ideas that just be popping in my head and I just, just do them. So you know follow-up question, right? What are what are some wrestlers that no one believes? Like, nah, man, Brian, you wrong about this, brother, man. You crazy. Now you look back on it, I told y'all. <laughs> mm. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, there was times that I was like, no, that was not, he's not the guy. And then it became the guy. But who was it? Who was it? Uh. Um, so that's what you can tell you. I learned... Being a promoter or whoever or just a fan of wrestling, you can't just, you know what I mean? You can't look at somebody and be like, well, he will never make it. CM Punk was one of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, Joey Janela was one of them. I remember Joey Janela uh, when he first started. Um, wow. He used to hit, hit, hit me up to be in House of Glory and I denied him. I was like, no, 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 for a long time. Damn. And then Dane DeMonto, um, he, I don't know if you know who Dane DeMonto. Well, he mm-hmm. hit me up uh-huh. and he was like, yo, look. Um, and that was, that's, you know, that's my boy. He was like, yo, look. Um, I want to re- I'm gonna wrestle on the show, but I want to wrestle against Joey Janela. Like, all right, <laughs> yo, he wrestled Joey Janela, man. Joey Janela came and did a backflip from some some stand right there. The crowd just went crazy, like you know what I'm saying. And since then, I was booking him, and and look at him now. Like for me, I feel like at one point Joey Janela was in the wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that dude yes. right there, man. Like yes. he, like you know what I mean? He's I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Like you know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing with um GCW like. Uh-huh. Like, um and I, GCW's killing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying what so, they do like WrestleMania week. I just feel like it's, they took it, over. Yeah, it, yeah, it, nah, nah. it is. Brett, it's crazy. Let me tell you the, the promoter. I, I I took my hat to him, man. Like, he's he's dope, and I knew him for a lot of years too. Because when I used to wrestle in CCW, he was the ref. You know what I'm saying? He, he was the ref. Brett Lauderdale, yeah. You no, know, my brother's a ref. Brett was the yeah. ref? You wow. forget ref of him. And CZ, yeah. <laughs> so to make sure he remembers. So, but that, but, that, but that, story, that story in itself, like, you know what I mean? It's to show you, like, you know what I mean? He's a hustler. I have a lot of respect for that man, man. Let me tell you something. ref? That's crazy. That's yeah. wild. But, but, but even outside of that, you know what I mean? I have a lot of respect for him because I, I know you, Nick Gage did 10 years in prison. Yeah. Right? And yeah, and, okay. and and Brett Lauderdale held him yeah. down the whole time. The whole time. Years. That right there. I look at him like a different person. You know why? Because there's people in your family that won't support you. Mm-hmm. You do time. You do a year. You won't even see your cousins ever again. You do a year. They don't show up. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I'm not. I did time. Like you know what I mean? And my brother did 17 years, and I got another brother that did like five years, and my uncles. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just like when somebody holds you down like that, those are special individuals. Which which brother? When that, when that comes to House of Glory? No, he did he did five years. But oh. my other brother, he came home, he did 17 years. Damn. And and you know what I mean? It's hard, man, because it's like people forget about you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen Brett, Brett used to reach out to me. And, and I remember when um when Nick Gage was coming home, Brett reached out to me. He was like, yo, I want to bring him to House of Glory. Boom, boom. And, and I turned it down. And that's something I will always regret. You know what I mm. mean? Cause when what, they, what made you turn out that moment? Cause I, I I knew Nick Gage from CCW and he was like a hardcore and House of Glory wasn't hardcore like you know what I mean I, and that stood with me like you know what I'm saying but look what Brett did he built an empire GCW for me is an empire bro like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I feel like it goes WWE AEW GCW mm. shout out to the people at Impact but GCW I'm just a fan of that brand mm. you know what I mean? where do you and I'm think not, and I'm not a fan of no brand 
But you know what I mean? I like why Brett's doing it because he came from the bottom. Is Brett it the, himself is came it from the, the marketing that, that intrigues you that GCW does? Because I feel like they're, they're, they're marketing and just like how they strategically place like certain shows and where they do the shows and things like that plays a factor. So what would you say is like the biggest thing for on, on their end? That I think they do. I think I think what 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 the Joey Janela spring break I think that once that dropped that year mm-hmm. it was it was they, he grabbed that and like I'm taking this we we out of here so you know what I'm saying that was the that was so smart of his part to do that you know what I'm saying so and m- one of my guys is one of the guys over there uh, Charles Mason like mm-hmm. you know what I mean he wrestles for them and he tells me great things about them so they take care I, of him you know I I I just love it man you know what I mean like the more wrestling when you when you have companies that do right by the by the wrestlers and stuff like that people can say whatever they want about me you know what I mean if they do it's because because they really don't know me you know what I'm saying and it's usually people that work with you that end up leaving that has the most to say about you but when you when they with they when they with you they happy to be there mm-hmm. you know won't say nothing to your face but yeah, once they when, they, when you leave and you <laughs> get you gave them opportunities to work with you they're the first ones to start talking like you know what I'm saying there's no ain't no wrestler out there could say that I owe the money you know what I'm saying? That everybody get everybody get paid I, you know what I'm saying so for me it's just like it's not easy like you know what I'm saying but so when you um speak about looking at talent what do you look for particularly oh mm. um, that's a good question um for me first of all for, for first and foremost like i got my my roster my students you know what i'm saying and i feel like i may sound biased but my students are the best wrestlers in the world like i got charles nah Mason, that I got Ken Broadway, i got private party you know what i mean main I got, event encore main okay. event encore I, there's a there's a lot of them you know what i'm, I'm saying not, so he she was at the student show the, them barbies them, them barbie duos <laughs> Let me tell you that right there. That's they gonna they gonna go to the top. Why? Because I just I, I'm a sucker for a good gimmick, and I feel like the presentation. And I was sold on both, and I was just like, "This is amazing. This is what wrestling's about. Like giving guys, you know, guys and girls opportunities like this for them to shine." And absolutely. And I love the fact that they was out there shining because I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta, yeah, we I'm, gotta love them." I'm, I'm a huge fan of of character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I felt, I've been feeling for the last couple of years. That's why you see these characters in House of Glory. Because um, I feel like, you know, um, you know, back in the days when we were younger, it was all about characters. Facts. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Facts. And then obviously through like the the attitude era that went away. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like now it's going back to character. right? Because mm-hmm. if you look, man, for me personally, I feel like everything's the same thing. Right, WWE, AEW, everything's the same thing, right? But when it comes to character, it's something different. People, I feel like, and uh, you know, I don't know if wrestlers are gonna feel if they watching this, they're gonna feel some type of way. But I feel like wrestling fans these days are smarter than the wrestlers, right? And I say that to say this: there's wrestling fans, right? Like they'll sit in the crowd and they already know what's gonna happen next. Right, <laughs> so you're, you're telling the same story over and over and over. Oh, he's gonna do this next. He's gonna do that, and that usually mm-hmm. and that usually happens when it's like a wrestler. Like if you're a wrestler or you training to be a wrestler, you know what's gonna happen next because you've been training for that. But for wrestling fans to know what you're doing next is because it's happening all the time. So fans is like, well, entertain me now. I already know what you're gonna do. You know what I mean? You strike hard. You do a hundred flips. But when these characters come to life, people are drawn to them because like now I'm entertained with that because I know it's fake. Well, you're entertaining me like this character. You're really bringing it to life, and I'm in. I'm I'm interested in that. Like you know what I mean? For me, I feel like that guy that passed away. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Great he wife. brought. You seen that character that he mm-hmm. brought? Like you know, uh, um, even um, there's all these different characters in wrestling that you just sit there and it's just like for me, I'm a fan of character. You know what I mean? So this is why I try to push characters more than anything. Like look at main event. 
Look at Cam Broadway. Look at Charles Mason. He's a psychopath. Like, you know what I'm saying? So these characters, I'm so... The Barbie situation. Like, you know what I mean? I like, love... Listen, keep that just, going. Like, <laughs> for me, it's just characters. I feel like people want to see characters. So let me ask you a question, right? Since you love characters, dogs. What are some advice from upcoming wrestler? He come up to you like, Brian, give me some advice for me to find my character. Word. See, that's a, it's hard. I feel like I have to be with somebody... Or tr- have them around me to be able to figure out their character. Or if they have a character. If they have a character, then I have to... It takes me some time to try to put it together in my mind. So with House of Glory, is like... And I'm not... You know what I mean? Like with my students, like... like not all the time, but there's times that I'll come up with the character, right? Or I'll see something. Like Charles Mason, right? Um, it, when I seen him, I don't know if you guys... We had another student. Um, I forgot his name. Man. I apologize. But, but when I seen him... And Charles Masons, I feel like they looked alike. So I made them like rich characters. Oh, when they were the tag team. When they were the tag team. Yeah, it was okay. Alex Mason. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alex I remember Mason. that. I remember yeah. him. Okay. So when I seen them, they were training one day and I'm like, I'm like, I could see them being like royalty. You know what I'm saying? This is before MJF and stuff like that. That was, I, I don't I don't copy, I don't need to, like, you know what I mean? It's just in my mind mm-hmm. that, and I try to bring it to life. So when I seen that, if you notice, they promos from before, we yeah. had them in limousines. They was in yachts. They, yeah, they, all, they, that. all that. So for I me, it was that. just like, I was trying to bring that to life. And then, so for me in my mind, I'm like, you know, now Charles Mason's by himself. Like, like um, what happens next with him? Because you could be in yachts and all that. After a while, people don't want to see that no more, yeah. right? Mm. So for me, it was just like I wanted to like bring him into like more of like American, uh, what do you call it, psycho, psycho. psycho yeah, yeah. But but before even got to that, during the pandemic, he started doing it. You know what oh. I'm saying? So it's just like he started going with it. And I'm like, that's perfect because that's the route. I feel like he had to go. Like you know what I'm saying? Because you could be in fancy and all that, but people are invested in like. Crazy, the crazy stuff that he's been doing, uh-huh. like killing people and eating people. Like people like shit like that. And you it's a good saying? kind of like in a sense for him in that example being he plays the crossover. That so good, like he you know does. I mean? like, it's he really, believable. He You're be, like, damn, he became that character. Yeah, you, know, you have to become that character. Living the, living so, the gimmick, exactly. So that's all him. Like he became that. He created this. Like I had one thing in mind, and he took that, and like I'm gonna make this, and that's why he, exactly what he did, and it's working because so, people so, really love him. So let me get a little messy now. Are you gonna talk about your character? No, no, no. Oh, okay. So, no, no, no. <laughs> so let me. Because I definitely was about to ask him that. Yeah, facts, like, me too, um, me too. So how do you tell him to stop smiling, even though he wants to be this diehard heel, and he, we all know he can't be the diehard heel because he can't not smile. Well, because that's what Red told me to do. <laughs> Red said, "Red said, you're, you're the face that people hate." <laughs> You do, you do. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you that face people that you want to punch. Yeah. Damn. Really? That's what Red said. Red but said, then you always smiling, even when I you did the. <laughs> When he did the battle royal thing, and I was recording him, and, and Mikey goes, he tells me, he goes, you're not supposed to be cheering him. I said, well, he's smiling, so I'm a cheer because he's smiling. Hard. Okay? It was fun. But, so, <laughs> I had a good time. Clearly. I don't get to wrestle on House of Glory. Yeah, I'm good. not good. good. <laughs> I'm going to take full advantage of this. <laughs> that's how I feel, too. Yeah, I know. That's how you So, I have to ref. Like, I get to ref? Yeah. But, anyways, <laughs> this is how I'm going to be messy is. You have a new crop of students coming up. Mm-hmm. Especially you saw the, the the last LPW show, student show. It was good. Was there any particular people on this show that stood stood out to you? That, that, that you're like, Stand yo. They that, coming up next. They coming up Absolutely. next. Can you give, can you give you a, few, a few names? Just so the wow. viewers can. Are you going to do me like that? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, just so that the viewers can, you know, follow them. Because that's a lot of, like, yeah, what, a lot yeah. of comments we get is, like, people that watch the show, they'll be like, oh, I never heard this person until you guys said something. Mm-hmm. So it's not even, he's being messy, no, but. I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Listen. A, I'll tell you this. So there's, a, there's, like, a good three or four that I look, I'm like, wow, they're going to. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. the one. <laughs> I'm about to be, let me tell you the ones I did, like. Okay. Um, I was so mad. It was this, bl- I don't know the names of the characters, so please forgive me in advance. But it was this black dude in that battle royal that was, that was taking out mad people at first. And I was like, man, I liked him. And he was tall, but he was in the back kind of playing security after the fact. So I did like him. The, one, like- the one they call Omos. Okay. Okay, it could be because he's very, very tall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one the kid um, definitely the Barbies. Mm-hmm. The D yeah, them. Actually, when they call them the jailbirds, that's, I popped for both because I was like, that's funny. But, mm. um, I'm trying to think. Five who star. Else? He was like the first. F- five star. The one that was dressed like the the um the, from Goofy. Yo, he's nice. Yeah, I like. him. Oh, the cowboy like one. Him. No, the that's, one? no, that's that's um August. That's no, but that's August. August. I like nice. him. I like August too. August he's a nice cat. too. He's, he really plays that. You know who's nice character. too? Oni King. Yes. Oh, like shout out to Oni. King. Yes, I like, absolutely. Um, I like um Judy Aura. Jody, yeah, Jody the champion, Aura, the champion. Son. Yeah, he's good. The, all the little stuff that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son, he made oh. my job a lot easier. And I like yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. And the um the girl that was on commentary that little that gave me Selena vibes. Diamond. Diamond. I like her. She nice too. Yeah. I do like her. Let me tell you something. Both of those girls, Kamar and Diamond. Watch what's gonna happen with them. Yeah, like, let me tell you something. Right? The three that was there in general, yeah, like no. they good, like yeah. very good. Like the one with the arm fifty, I forgot her name. She's Sorry. not from the school. No, she's, she's not, not from the school. No, no, oh, wow. you talking about Christina Marie? Yeah, she's on the Indies. Oh, she, I didn't yeah, know. she runs we try on the to bring, Indies. You know, obviously we try to bring like indie mm. wrestlers to be able to build them more. So yeah, you know which is dope. Yeah, but she the had a really good match with them. Very professional. Let me tell you something. Diamond and Carmen. Oh, Carmen. Carmen. Kumar? Kumar, 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 Kumar. Sorry, sorry. Like those, those two females, and we got another, another, another girl too. Like they're gonna be really good, man. Like you know, they're gonna be really good. Cause Red, when it comes to certain people, Red doesn't let you just go out. He wants to make sure that you're super prepared, so when you go out there, you could be able to wrestle anybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sense. You know, but a lot of these, a lot of kids, man. Like, you know, not all my kids, but there's a few kids. Sometimes you get that want to rush. They want to rush and go out there. Yeah, the, you know what I mean, I try to explain to them. Like, let me tell you something. Yeah, I would try to explain to them. Like, look. People, your 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 first impression is the best impression. If you go out there and you really like you green and you go, well, I got trained by Amazing Red, and you still green, people are gonna look at you like, oh, he's all right. And then it's, you're still training. So by the time you get good and you're better, they're always gonna look at you like that guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for me, it's just like let them when they first see you, you want to have the whole package and be like, oh, yeah, no, this one of Red's guys. Like, yeah, you. Know. So um, I've said this numerous times. Like a lot of people, the ones who take Red's advice yep. pop mm-hmm. absolutely like they always like for instance a good example is encore do one more yes red told them hey gain weight get more muscular start putting more work into the gym and now that man's on the indies <laughs> to make it six figures <laughs> yeah, no, he's making a lot of money that and, and yeah. keep i keep seeing the sponsor ad of him doing dance aerobic no, right stuff there, too and right i love there. that no, but now now i was talking to him the other day and it's just like he's making such good money with that that he's like yo b even if aew came to me i would have to act this now i ask them what they can offer me yeah and, and, and it's and it's one of those things where he went because i remember story time i was in a car with him okay and he was driving me home. It was we, we left um we left the House of Glory. He was like, "Yo, I see your social media is doing well. Like, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Do X, Y, and Z. You already have everything. Just do this and this. Do a couple of this." And what he did 
he just he just took what what I told him went to the next yeah, level yeah, with yeah. it. And then he took what what Red took what Red told him took it to the next level. It's the guys who are coachable are the ones who Absolutely. really blow up. Absolutely. And also too, um, you know what helps when you um you know when you were when you were athlete at a young age, yeah, like Facts. baseball, football, mm-hmm. whatever, even just running around, like that really helps you. So by the time you come and you start training, it's like you learn things faster. But if you was a kid, a uh, female or like a female playing Barbies and a little kid playing video games and not really doing anything athletic, and you just want to decide you want to become a wrestler, it's hard. Ooh, you know I mean, so- there's still people that still make it, but it's just like it's hard. But when you view athletic from you were younger, you get in there, and it's just like all right, you start learn, you learn faster. That's I just want my you opinion. to like expand on that. So a lot of people up and coming. What are best advice you have people before getting into wrestling? Like, I, how do you prepare to, prepare to go to training You know, school. it's crazy that, it's, that I get that question a lot. Like, people will come hit me up, on the, especially on the emails. They'll be like, oh, you know, you know, I never trained before. Or I, I look, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm like fat or I'm too small. I'm too skinny. And it's like, for me, it's like, none of that matters. Like, you're going to get in shape when you're in here in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you got to be coming. Because I remember when I was training a couple of years ago, and I'm like, yo, you know, I was telling Red. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm running. I'm on a treadmill. He was like... He said, you could do all the running you want in the world. He said, come in the ring, and I guarantee you in 30 seconds, you're going to be blown up. Ooh. He said, there's no, there's no, you're not going to be prepared to, to be running in that ring outside of the ring. He said, you got to be in the ring training to prepare to be in the ring training. Like, you know what I mean? He said, your cardio Which is going to be sense. up when you're in the ring, not when you're in that treadmill. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, that always stood with me. Like, you know what I mean? So, it don't matter where, how you look. Just come and start your journey. Like, you know what I mean? If this is what you want to do, and I tell the students all the time, I'm like, yo, look, even if you don't make it. And if you love wrestling, even if you don't make it and you come and you training, you actually live in your dream. Like, you know what I'm saying? We live in our dream you, every day here, B. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just like, for me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's a matter like, of duration. I'm just, I'm just saying, Damn. like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're living this dream. And, and a lot of times, you know, we bring in stars. You could be, be around people that you see on TV. You're around them in the locker room. Like, you live in the dream. That's why I that's pay them. That's why I pay yeah. the first of every I know. Month. That's why you <laughs> living that. it up. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, 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 he's dead sure about yeah. that. So we talk about House of Glory. What is some, what, what is something that, you have that you want to do what is a goal because i know like once again as successful house of glory has been and things of that nature and knowing you and being the visionary you are you always want to take it a step further take it another level up so what's another what's a goal of yours that you have currently that you can share um for house of glory because i know everyone you know especially those that watch and live in the tri-state area house of glory does have their show tomorrow night at the at, at, in Jamaica Queens, so just come out and support. But what's a goal that you have for House of Glory? Um, honestly, I I I didn't know we was gonna make it this far. You know what I'm saying? So everything else is just bonus. You know what I'm saying? I remember when we was we was running in a um in a boxing gym. You know what I mean? Years ago, we was running in a boxing gym, and it's crazy because for me, I always felt and I always go by this: people believe what they see, right? And that's a true statement. You know what I'm saying? Because we was running in this boxing gym, right? And um, and then we found this venue, right, where we at now, like in 2013 or something, 2014. And I told my guys, I said, listen to me, right now in New York and Jersey, we the fourth best, best company, right? At that time, they had um, this guy used to run shows in Manhattan. I forgot the name of the show, Family Wrestling Entertainment. I don't know if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, he had big names. And then he had a, he, I heard the guy had a lot of money. Right? And then there was um, um, Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Um, I remember that. Wrestle, uh-huh. Wrestle Pro 
they always support. So, um, and for me, there was like another company, and then it was us. I said, once we run that first show in that venue, we automatically gonna be number one in people's eyes. Because people are gonna see that and mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, just the presentation that the ven- that venue looks amazing. You know what I mean? Like that people usually run in ho- bingo halls and stuff like that. And to be able to run in a venue like that, I said that's automatically gonna make us number one. What we gotta do is make sure that we pack that place. You know what I mean? And the first match was low key versus ricochet. And I went out outside and I gave out five hundred free tickets to pack that place. So when people look on YouTube or whoever, they're gonna be like, that venue looks nice and it's super packed in there. And they don't know that everybody, most everybody in there was free. They probably didn't watch wrestling a day in their life. So it's so funny you mentioned that. believe what they see. You know what I'm it's saying? It's so funny you mentioned that wow. because I always stressed how NXT is free. Yeah. And most people don't believe that. And I can I can attest because I went myself that NXT is free. But that's not free. a bad thing. No, no, no. But yeah. I say it in regards to, I think, the presentation. And, and it allows them to, to focus on that and not yeah. focus on, like, let's get the revenue. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because the they have, they have other rights. And they have other avenues of revenue. So I, I like the fact that that, that was the, the mental look on it was, let's get people in first. Let's get yeah. people through the door first before we build. And, and I heard that's how Paul Heyman was doing things, too. Mm. You know what I mean? So for me, it's, and I didn't know that. And I learned years later. But through the grace of God, we we don't have to do that. That was just at that time. Now mm-hmm. we have fans that love House of Glory. Like, you know what I mean? Now so it's standing room. Yeah. So for <laughs> me, it's just like, you know, sometimes we have good shows. Sometimes the shows be all right. But for me, it's like, it's mostly for my students. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just like, you know, even if they never make it, and I, I just hope that and pray that they feel like they make it when they're wrestling in House of Glory shows. Like, you know what I mean? So you don't have to go to WWE. You don't have to go to AEW. But if you feel like you make it, if you don't make it there because you wrestle for House of Glory. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's for me, that's the main thing and making sure that these kids, man, like, you know, just throwing inspiration in their life and making sure that they good. You know so what I'm saying? So can I get a match? No. <laughs> can I, I just got one. Like, can I tell you for like, from, from like a fan <laughs> point of view, though? Uh, like, I finally get to tell you this. It's just like... I know. We got to give Brian his flowers because like, I'm here for that. You have to understand, like... Well, the first time I ever went to your show, right? Yeah, it was when Cody was there. You booked Cody. Yes. You you booked you booked um. Cody's my dude, man. He's a good dude. Great dude. You booked Matt um Matt Riddle there, yeah. stuff like that. I remember you made so much with the people. Ray Mysterio, and, the Hardy Boys, right, the tag team right. champions. I remember that. And I, flexed, oh, I definitely oh, remember you flexing. Yeah. <laughs> you So <laughs> it was the first show. Um, this first time I saw Private Party. All of this, and the reason why I brought this up because. That was the first house out the house in months what? because I had um I had almost died a couple of, uh, I almost died wait what almost died yeah he was what? sick he was yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah yeah I had a super rare blood disease and everything thank God I was in the house for two months God is good and yeah. I finally came out and someone said oh yeah come to this wrestling show they couldn't go two of my friends I was just like all right man I guess I go by myself yeah when I went to that show you really gave me the I could do this too. Wow. And because of that show, I, and I was able to ref at the student show, it was because, like, damn, he gave me out the tune. That was, like, this This was my WrestleMania. No doubt. You feel me? I no ref doubt. everyone else, but going at your show at a place that helped me get out of my depression, all that, to start this journey, thank you for that. Because no the presentation was just, like, I would say that this is, like, WWE quality. Like, the the um the tiny the tron stage. the um the, the the lasers and everything even to the performance for the entrances yes let me tell you everything and it was when Ken Broadway has a little crew yeah right 
And that was had, a long time ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how long I've been there. Yeah. And to be able to be friends with some of these guys now, like Big Game, Leroy was just a lackey. Yeah. yeah. Leroy the lackey to Big Game Leroy. <laughs> no doubt. That shows you that people always complain. People always talk about how many people go through there. But how many people came out your system? No doubt. How many people are signed to AEW and other federations yeah. because of you? And no how many doubt. people that who just start getting arrested as far as the fan point of view, the wrestler's point of view? Yo, you're doing your thing in New York. No doubt. And thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, thank you. Even me being there, I was just like, wow, I was sitting there, I was like, this. Dang, I made yeah, it, dogs. Thank no you doubt. for allowing me to experience my. So he reps full time, so you know. If we want to, I, I can't. Know, I can't deal with you. Just say this though, like, just like that's what I that right there. You see what you just said that that's my WrestleMania. So for me right now, automatically you have to come tomorrow so you can ref one of the matches. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Woo! Put a nigga on. So, yo, so, shit, uh, shit just went shit, down, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> Mind no, you, we no. just being hope, we just being naturally <laughs> so here. This is, like this, is, this reminds me of when uh, Vince came on. Um, oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what's the name show? Like when he came on. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his name, but listen to me. Um, Pat McAfee is when Vince came on Pat oh, McAfee's hey, show. And he was like, you know what, Pat? You got to match you gotta our match WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know he that. He sure did do that. I didn't know that. But no, I mean, everything he's, on, he said. Mama, mama calling me. Oh, hey, mom. But he's young. Oh, we got, we got, we got mama I'm, going, I'm doing an interview, mom. Let me hit you right back. On the phone. <laughs> she hung up. <laughs> she right. said whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, for me it's just like that's right there you ask me like that's what I do it for and people I'm gonna I'm tell a lot of people don't know this when um, Isaiah Cassidy he joined House of Glory right he was like 14 13, 14 oh, as a kid right and um, his father walked in one day and I was talking to his father and he was like oh you know um, my son is a huge fan of Jeff Hardy right he said you don't understand like the, his room is full of posters of Jeff Hardy. Oh, wow. Right? This is what he said. And, and back then, I think Isaiah Cassidy had like the whole Jeff Hardy thing. He was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I told his father one day, I said, and Isaiah could tell you, and, I, and his father, I told him, I said, I said, one day, I said, your son's a big wrestling. I said, one day, uh, uh, I prayed, that one day we're going to get the opportunity to put Jeff Hardy against your son. His, he was, at that time, he was like 13, 14 years old. And then once he turned 18, Look, we gave him the tag team match, him mm-hmm. versus the Hardy the Boys. Hardys. And look where he's at right now, AEW. Working, working with, the the, with the Hardy. You know I mean, that's a dream come Damn. true, man. Like, you know what I mean? So for me, it's just like, you know, this stu- and even Red, right? And people don't know this. Everybody for before, I don't, I don't know how long you guys been watching wrestling, but for a lot of years, even Eddie Guerrero, he wrote in his book, like a lot of people wanted to see Ray Mysterio versus Amazing Red. You know what I'm saying? And I made that match. I sold my car. To get Rey Mysterio Jr. Damn. to wrestle Red, like you know what I'm saying, my Range Rover, just to put. Damn, it out there. you know what I'm saying. The so for Rain. me, it's just like, for me, it's just like, I, that's what I do it for. Like, I mean, there's students out there that like I always wanted to wrestle this person, and it stays right here. You know what I'm saying. So when I got the opportunity, I try to bring that person to, for they could be like, yo, I don't need nothing else. Like I wrestle the person. I, so for me, those are the things I do it for. So by you saying that, I appreciate stuff like that because that's what makes me. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, it it it's, keeps it's, you pushing. Well, just to keep, just to keep giving you some more flowers. Yeah, I think I have to open up a garden soon. No. Um, <laughs> the botanical nah, garden is so, coming. Gene, Gene said on here, he's one of our one of our loyal subscribers. Said it to the um, and he goes to shout out to Gene. He said he said the vibes at House of Glory shows are better than WWE house shows. Wow! So this one, wow, that's amazing. I mean, what's his name? Gene. Gene. Shout out to Gene, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Well, God because you, I feel like, in all honesty, you know, growing up in New York and being a wrestling fan, you didn't really you see too many of us. 
in in mm. in one space, and I think it's a beautiful. When you say us, you mean the minorities? Yeah, people of color. Mm-hmm. You want to hear some? Like when I, you know, even the beginning, uh, especially in the beginning stages, when people used to come in. And they see like they're looking for the promoter, and they pass right by me, and they're like, "Well, you know, it happened to uh, Del Rio, was Roberto Del Rio? I, I, yeah, I, I Yo, to Del Rio. Yeah. So a lot of times people are like, uh, yeah, I'm looking for the promoter, and I'm standing right there. You the promoter? Yeah, yeah. I'm the promoter, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? I think that they they expected like some you know some white guys. Yeah. Like no disrespect. I'm just saying because no. most of the time, especially for like years ago, like there was nobody that looked like me that was a promoter, and no. people can't say that they no. could like a hundred percent. Like no. every promoter, I was a wrestler, so everywhere I went. It was it was you know a, a Caucasian guy. Yeah, it was like, for the white man. And you know what I mean? And and for me, it was just like when I came in the scene, people were just looking at me like weird. You know what I mean? That's why I just thank God, man, that I'm still here, man. It's just a blessing. So next thing you guys need to do, what well, we need to do, Wilkins. <laughs> so have you seen Wrestler on Netflix with Al Snow? No. The OVW story. No, I haven't seen it. When you get I heard, House of Glory needs their own. Oh, we got we got a, a, a the girl that's coming tomorrow. That's on that. I heard that she was on that show. Um, that girl that's wrestling tomorrow. Now, Layla sure. Gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because wow. oh, I think she, I think she is from. That's what yeah, I she's, she's from OVW. She's from OVW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. But she, but she's been on AEW. She's from Queens. Yeah. Yeah. I heard oh, she's wow. From Born she's, and raised. She's from yeah. Queens. But um, thank you for coming on. No, man. like we we're gonna have to wrap up unfortunately because I can talk to Brian all day. But I, like I told the boys, I said there, there was one person that I wanted on this for show years. for years. It was this man to my right because was it worth the wait? Uh, it Hell was. Yeah, it man. actually was. Yeah. Even when you told me when I came to the student show, I was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" There's yeah. no way because I've literally oh, oh. been asking so him before, even before. Before we get off, I need to make a confession. <laughs> wow. So when we started the show, I was like, "Oh, I was." We were we were recording one day, and I was going through my phone. It was like open house of House of Glory. Mm. I was like, "I'm gonna go." Get one match. Mm-hmm. Wow. But the whole point was to learn wrestling, to understand yeah, wrestling and why wrestlers do certain things. That's so what I, you signed up for? Huh? That's what you signed up for? No, yeah. because I wanted to understand wrestling. I didn't know what wrestling- No, that's real smart. So I didn't know, I, yeah. I didn't know what But wrestling. you went in for that? Like, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to understand wrestling, let so me, this, let, up, this situation. Yeah. yeah. Wow, let, let me tell you, I we like had, that. we. it was one night after we recorded, uh, and we was recording at our old studio, and it was actually after a WWE house show, it was that same night at the Garden, and we were walking- um, back to my friend's car because he was giving me a ride home and we get to the corner and he goes I want to go to wrestling school I just want one match and I'm just like yeah okay whatever alright so it's because, so you say it's because so, so to go that I was like I want to do one match I want to feel what a wrestler feels okay so I can better understand what wrestling is from their point of view alright if I'm going to do this so because I had big dreams for the podcast I saw what we had in the beginning but I was like we have to engulf ourselves in this industry if we're going to be talking about it for so, yeah. so much. And then five years later, my brother's a ref. Mm-hmm. I'm a semi-wrestler. <laughs> She's a booker and you a part owner. You can't say semi-wrestler. You are a wrestler. But, no, I'm you really a semi-wrestler. But it's also, I get to have conversations with you. Fast. I get to pick Red's brain. Yeah. And I get to see high-quality training. Like, a lot of schools, the teacher doesn't show up. 
Yeah. The head trainer doesn't show up a lot of times. Yeah. That's number one. Red is there ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Red could be having a bad day and be like, "Fuck all y'all," but still trains. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Run them ropes. Yeah. Run the ropes and still <laughs> trains. And even the guys underneath true, Red, true, true. like Big Joe, Smiley, yeah. they're like quality trainers. Mm-hmm. So Especially I'm un- Smiley. Yeah, and I'm understanding. And I'm understanding wrestling. Why you do certain things? Why is it like uh, like like that? Yeah. And it's, and to be honest, it's helped me be a better podcaster for wrestling over the years like i know like i'm not the greatest but because i've been able to go to house of glory because of that house that open house Mm -hmm. it has helped elevate the podcast no doubt and that was smart that you did that too i didn't know that you know i mean so Mm -hmm. by you going in that's dedication right then that's real smart for you when you hear you know what you're talking about right i experienced that i'm I'm experienced that you know what i'm saying so that helps a lot it added to the credibility of the podcast so no but uh we like like i said i've been waiting for this but it was more because i've always loved the way you've done business and i and i think that's that's something that most people don't really highlight in wrestling is the business side of it and you've really figured out a way and and been able to sacrifice Mm. to be able to give quality wrestling so we're gonna leave it up to you promote as you do best to end the show off of your show tomorrow and let everyone know and the viewers know where to find house of glory if you guys have any upcoming open houses or anything of that this is now your time to to let everybody know all right so if you you know if you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler you can email us um what? No, no, we good. No, no we, we not go. good. He said we could have some more time. <laughs> no, nah, we got some more time. Give me another question. Give me another question. I, I drove a long fart to come over here. Uh, well, first of all, all right. I drove that's not my fault. fault. But okay, then we'll fuck it then. Look, give me one more question. Uh, what, how would you, you, you leaving? You're not leaving. I'm not leaving. You got the Freddy Cougar hat. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody been clowning the hat all day. That's official. I like that. How would you define sports entertainment then? Facts. How would define sports entertainment? Mm-hmm. Uh, ask me a different question. No, you uh, said ask you a question. We we'll go back to that. We we'll go back to that. Okay, I guess you can. Uh, let me think. Um, how did you create your gimmick? Because a lot of people, as as everyone that's known and been watching, they've known you as the Booker, but right. also the Booker has wrestled as well. Yeah. So how did you create your own character? Oh, that's a good question. It, uh, for me, it was like I tried different things, man. I always try to be a face. Right? Why? I don't know. What's easier, no. feel, heel or face? A heel. I love being a heel. Yeah. And I didn't know that though at first. I didn't know that. How? No, yeah, no. It's it's weird. No, I really <laughs> didn't know that. I was I was trying so hard to be a face, you know, for a long time, and it's like I'm talking about years, and I and I didn't want to be a heel because I didn't I didn't I didn't for me at that time I didn't know how that would go right, and then mm-hmm. years later I was like, yo, bro, like. People don't like you. <laughs> they told me this, right? So, yo, yo, let me tell you something. He was like, yo, like, because uh, at that time, yeah. my I used to, I used to be in the front collecting the tickets. And stuff yeah. Like so Red, so one time Red was like, yo, bro, like, like, because um, Red's wife at the time, like, she had, used to have people my job come. You know what I'm saying? So then they used to complain about me. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not even doing nothing. He's like, nah, it's just something, bro. Like, you can't even be, you shouldn't even be in the front no more. Like collecting tickets. It's just, he said, I don't know what it is. People don't like you. Why are you trying to be a face? How about being a heel? And then I tried it and it was the best thing that ever happened. Oh, thank you, Red, Yo, for showing no, him son. the true light. He does. Let me tell you, son. And, and this is why, you know, um, through the grace of God, man, we have 
big names come and train with Red. Obviously, everybody knows Sasha Banks came. Yeah, she you came. Know what I, mean? I pinned her once. Um, <laughs> I believe the drill. You. I about, thank you. I was about to say, you might um, want to clear that up. Ronda Rousey came to the to the, to, yep. to learn from Red. I remember. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Charlotte. Red, let me tell you something. Charlotte, mm. I remember. I remember. I remember Ronda, first of all, because me and Red, we watch UFC. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially Red, he loves UFC. So when I come, I come, we was at the old school. I go in the back, I'm coming in, and Red's in the back. He goes, yo, Ronda's here. I said, what? At that time, I didn't know what he, I'm Ronda. What are you talking about? He said, Ronda Rousey is outside in the car. I was just marked out in this. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, she's about to come in with Sasha. I'm about to go over their match. I don't know what match they had, but they had a match. So, and then she walks in and it's crazy. You know how she walks in, in the ring? Uh-huh. She walked into the school like that. She had like a bubble jacket. It was like snowing outside. And then she walks in and she's mad little. And, she, and you know, on TV, you watch it. We're like, damn, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, For me, yeah, she's yeah, a yeah. giant. So, she's short and she's walking into the school like this. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh. And then Red put that whole match together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he sat both of them and, wow. and Charlotte. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not say the whole match, but uh, most of it, he put it together in Charlotte. He had Charlotte and Sasha sitting together and- they three brain uh, put it together and, and, and they had some great matches. So can you tell them, because I always screen this out on the podcast, Lord. how amazing Red has probably one of the best minds in professional wrestling. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's crazy because, and, and and for me, it's like I sit there and not just to like, because he's my business partner. Like I sit there and I and I hear this man and I watch him and I'm like, damn, isn't he? he really knows like everything. Any question or or even when wrestlers come and they will ask him for advice and to this day, I'm not mentioning no names. People will come in and ask him for advice and he sits there and the things that he says, I'm like, wow, this guy, he really knows what he's talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like he could... He could put a match for anybody. He could grab you and her and then sit down and put a match together for y'all. And it'll be like, people be like, wow, like how long she been training? Like, he's that good. Like, you know what I mean? His mind for the business is just, you know what I mean? He's he's amazing, bro. It's it's crazy. I don't know where I'll be without him, bro. Nigga, he's just, he's dope. He's amazing. (laughs) Amazing, right? Um, What's your favorite style of wrestling? That's a good question. See, listen, um, I've been waiting yeah. all this time. <laughs> I got questions. Um, back in the days, it used to be high-flying, right? But not no more. You know what I mean? For me, um, I think it just depends. I think it's character, obviously, you know. But I think it's more like, like for me, I, like, I'm a fan of like Roderick Strong. Mm, okay. Yeah. He is nice. Yeah, low-key. Loki, I feel like for me, I think Loki's one of the best wrestlers out there. Like, you know what I mean? And he doesn't get the credit. But, you know, people will say different things about him. But I think that this guy is just amazing in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Um, Santana um, from LAX. Uh-huh. Uh, probably, I'm a fan of his. I, um, obviously, Private Party. Um, Kenny Omega. Um, that's just different styles, man. I think technical and I, I don't know. It just depends. You know what I mean? I think I just like all wrestling. It Who's your favorite well. rapper? Well, of all times or? Your personal favorite. Your personal favorite, yeah. Um... It could be your top five favorite rappers. Yeah, it's top, top five. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, question. I have to say Biggie because I'm from Brooklyn. Okay, you know okay. Um, Big Punt. Um, obviously, uh, for me, when it comes to stuff like that, I can't put Tupac in that in that category. Just like I can't put the Young Bucks in the best taxing. I, I just feel like they're on a different level, and I feel like Tupac, the things that he was saying, I could understand. I can't relate to what Biggie or Jay Z or any of these dudes were saying. I can't relate to that because I'm not. Pablo Escobar, like, you know what I'm saying? But what Tupac was saying, I come from the gutter. Like, you know what I'm saying? I come from nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom's was a single parent. I remember in the wintertime, we used to, me and my brothers used to be in front of the stove 
because there was no heat. So we had to stand with our jackets on and be in front of the stove like this, trying to get some heat. There was times there was no food and all that. So when Tupac used to rap his old raps, not when he was in death row, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Different like, job. yeah, that, all that, mm-hmm. all that. I understood that. It, it touched my heart because mm-hmm. he was saying some real stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, um, so Tupac, you know what I mean? Um, Eminem. And for me, I think the goat of all goats is 50 Cent. Mm. That dude's a good like that dude right there, man. When it comes to Fifty Cent, he just he different, man. And look what he's doing now. He's doing TVs. That's what I'm saying. We talking about the man that went from vitamin water. No, we don't. We not talking about that. We talking about TV. No, we talking about Fifty that used to rob and sell bricks in the streets. This dude was robbing, beating people up, and selling drugs. And I'm not trying to glorify that. No, but he, but he from went like, from like. Remember, we from New York. We know how how Jamaica Queens. Yeah. is. Yeah. To come from that to be able to be where you at now, doing movies, and people look at him like, "Oh, Fifty Cent." No, he come from the streets for real. You know what I'm saying? So when people are like that, like they come from the body, like, because I come from that. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just I think Fifty Cent, just all around, man. I think I think he's the best, man, all around. So if you was to take H O G on the road, where would you go? First, Again, <laughs> first or anywhere, like anywhere. Yeah. <sighs> Because as everyone knows, HOG is a New York staple. Yeah. We tell everybody, even when we're not in New York, like, yo, you got to go to mm-hmm. HOG. You got to yeah, go to yeah, a show. Yeah. You got to go to a show. Where is somewhere you would be like, all and right. And budget is not an issue. Um, I mean, with this one, budget ain't never an issue. Like, listen, when he got Ric Flair, I was like, oh, this man don't care about nothing but yeah. money. <laughs> like, that was straight up. I was like, yeah. damn, how the hell we got Ric Flair fresh off the hospital? Fresh off the hospital. His first appearance. That was the way. I met him yeah. at that show. Was because originally- he had the machine. You know, I, yeah. He was sitting there doing That's why he was sitting there the way he was sitting. And he had to he change his bag. I believe it. He had to change his bag. And we got him fresh out the hospital. Fresh out the hospital. Yo, so, <laughs> what, I, so what I usually do and, you know, um, not not usually, but I, what I do a lot is I, I make an offer they can't refuse. Mm. Right? So that's what I did with Tanahashi. You see, we had Tanahashi in yeah. August. You can, Tanahashi don't never did an indie. Go look up Tanahashi in the indie. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I set a uh-uh. price, and they were like, "Yes." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what I, you know, through the grace of God, I'm I'm privileged to be able to do it because um the fans, you know, the HOG fans and the supporters mm-hmm. of wrestling, we won't be able to do it. God first, but we won't be able to do it without the House of Glory fans, man. They mm-hmm. love House of Glory, so I try to bring in the biggest talent that we can. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just sometimes when it comes to certain people, I throw them an offer, and they're like, "Well, nah, we can't turn that down." And that's what I did with. Flair. He's like, I'm not turning that down. I'm pulling up with my bag. First of all, okay, so he, he pulled up with the bag, with the cane. Like, yo, what's up? I'm we here. To, I'm coming to get this chicken. Get this, all this money. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm coming to get this money. Where that money at? <laughs> Seriously. For that, real, though. He sat there and he had to be sitting there at least for two and a half hours Three straight. Three hours. Like, it was two hours and we, I had to pay him another, I think, $5,000 or something. He's like, yo, you give me five more, I'll stay. Boom, I gave him five more. He stood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, I think, you know, probably Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. okay. That would be amazing. Um, I think anywhere like Chicago, LA, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. For me, me and Red been talking about that lately. Like, should we expand? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we've been in New York for so many years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just love it here. I feel like, you know, God bless us with that venue. And, I, you know, I love it where we at and stuff like that. And, you know, we try to bring wrestling to, to every month to New York. Because it's, you, that's, yeah, that's, consistent like, wrestling. it's different places. And, like, you know, GCW comes once in a while. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, uh, New Japan comes in a while. WWE, obviously, in the garden. But we consistently every month. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So we just try to... It's like, you know, what breaks on that's, you know what I mean, been doing so well. You know what I mean? But 
the conversation been lately to try to travel and maybe do uh, Mania Weekend this year for the first time. We never did Mania Weekend. Listen, now that, been, that'll yeah. be a game changer because in all honesty... Talk about game changer. Be I've been, fire, I've been so. going back and forth with Brett Lauderdale, the owner of GCW. I, I don't know why like, you just don't take over for the culture, but that's just no. me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just... I'm putting it out there into the atmosphere, <laughs> but I'm just I think, saying. I think it'll be great, man. Because I, I, I think for him... Because I've been to the Photo Culture Show a few yeah. times. And I think when you have a group of people, when you have a group that understands the culture yeah. and understands how I think, we I think, see I think, it. I think, I think, I think, I think if, I, I, if I was controlling for the culture. That's what I'm saying. Nah, it would be a it would be big. It would be a production. No, for real. As it should for be. Real. It, would, and it, it, wouldn't be for... it wouldn't be a 12 a.m. show. No, I don't where matter. It, it don't matter. It would be a 3 a.m. Oh, oh, this this one will turn it into a club. Yo, <laughs> yo. Well, I think last year, I think Billy had did a lot of the. Yeah, I think he did a lot of the booking out in L.A. that weekend. I don't know if I'm that, not mistaken, no disrespect, I don't know who that is. He works with GCW. Yeah. Okay. But I think I think, no, but I think if I had parts of the for the culture, I think I could my like we could put our brains together. I think we could be able to do something great. Listen, I I, I believe that because I totally see. Listen, sh- start time twelve a.m. won't end until five a.m. We are here. We yeah. watching wrestling. <laughs> we partying because that's one thing that you guys have been able to do is combine hip hop. And wrestling, Absolutely. and the way that you guys have been Absolutely. able to do it has been phenomenal. Just especially like New York is such a is a hip hop city, yeah. and for you guys to have you know like Westside Gun, DJ Wuke come out, like people of that nature come into the show, it also shows that they like wrestling too. It, it's, it's super encouraging. Everybody, everybody knows wrestling. I learned, right. I learned. Hmm. Let me tell you, excuse me. I, I I met a lot of people in the industry. Right. Obviously, I was I was traveling with Master P for a minute after like we made that deal. Mm-hmm. So I I like I I met a lot of people and it seems like everybody knows what wrestling. Even if there wasn't a they were then a fan now, there was a fan when the Hulk Hogan was around because mm-hmm. they all say the same thing. Yeah, I used to watch it when like Hulk Hogan and Ultimate so Warrior. Yeah. They always say the same thing. Like oh, then I found out it was fake. You know what I'm saying? They always it's always the same answer. You know what I'm saying? But everybody, especially <laughs> in hip hop, right. everybody in the hip hop culture like they love wrestling. Most of the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all, especially like, you know, where you come from, where we come from. You know what I mean? Like, and not trying to separate it because everybody, wrestling is for everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? True. But I just feel like, I don't know, it's weird. When I, when I was a kid, I felt all the kids around me watched wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So It's it's funny because you go through these period of times because you talked about how there was a time where you just stopped watching wrestling. And I feel like, for, I know for me, that time was like when I was in college, I was just like, there's just no way for me to keep up with this yeah. at this point. But literally, the moment I got out of college, I went right back into it. Like, it was like nothing, like no time had passed. So it's just interesting how we all have, we all hold wrestling to this like kind of yeah. like statue of like, yo, this is a part of our life. Like, yeah. if you weren't doing wrestling, what would you have been doing? You really want me to answer that question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not and I'm not, you know what I mean? Like glorifying. Let me tell you, I'm not glorifying nothing. And my cousin's right there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out like, to cousin the building in the background. Uh, he, he could tell you what I was doing outside of wrestling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like before this came a thing, what we were doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was not mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? So I definitely will probably, you know. Uh, be in jail or dead or something. You know what I'm saying? Because without mm-hmm. wrestling, uh, like be, even right before we opened House of Glory, I was doing things. Yeah. <laughs> He's like reminiscing. He's like, man, that was a time. Yeah, no, like, you know, I was even right before House of Glory, I was in the streets. You know what I mean? So, you know, once God opened these doors for me, House of Glory, from that day forward, I was out. I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm not doing mm-hmm. nothing, nothing legal. You know what I mean? I'm not getting to no drama. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was good. So I, I definitely say like, but that was not my path. But I say if I wasn't, 
if I was not doing wrestling, I'll probably be in jail. So what independent wrestling superstar, in your opinion, is running the indies? Right now? Right now. Matt Cardona? Mm. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know- Isn't uh, he a champion? Yeah, he is my champion. <laughs> not to say, I didn't know. Hold on. I'm not saying- well, I'm yeah, cheap yeah, plugging yeah, for no, you. No, no, no. Isn't that your champion I, that's no. wrestling tomorrow night? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it makes actually, it on the bottom- <laughs> um, for me, it's like, and I always felt, and I always tell these to the, to my students. Every couple of years, there's a group of guys that run the indies, and they eventually get signed. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, Matt Cardona was in WWE. You know what I'm saying? But he's in the indies now, mm-hmm. and he is the draw. You know what I'm saying? He's the guy right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And every year, there's always a couple of guys that are our top guys. You know what I mean? And, I, and right now, he has it. So you know let me ask you a question. I think that's oh, wild, though. Of course, I'm Zach Ryder. Um. um <laughs> What are some life lessons that you learned from wrestling that, that uh, obviously through your experience in life that you didn't learn from? You, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, being humble. Mm. Elaborate on that. Like, uh, obviously, you know, I can't, I can't be like, I can't be in this, in this, ta- on this business or, or, or be a part of, or talking to people a certain way. You know what I mean? Cause I was always talk with aggression. Right, aggression, like, but that was sometimes to this day, like, I'll talk to my students or talk to somebody, they think I'm yelling, but I'm really not yelling. I'm just talking really loud. Mm. You Thank know what I'm you. Because my, my dad is like that. And my dad is like a preacher. Thank you. you think that he's screaming at you and he's really just talking about God. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yo, what's good? you trying to beat me with Jesus? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, you know, he's that's, he's passionate. Like, you know what I mean? He talks sometimes. So for me, it's just like, I, I separated myself and, 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 you know, even, Outside of that, like, I was just a person that was really aggressive when I talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and I had to learn how to humble myself and talk the right way. You know what I mean? Because if you say the wrong thing or uh, uh, say something the wrong way, people could take it the wrong way. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And and I learned how to be humble. You know what I mean? And I love it. Like, I love being in this business. Like, even yesterday when I walked in um to the arena, you know, NYC Arena, I'll show tomorrow. We got um, Suzuki versus Charles Mason. You got to okay. see that. It's going to be crazy. We got Rocky Friday Romero. Friday the 13th. We got Mike Santana from AEW. It's going to be a movie. But, um, so yesterday when I went to, um when I went in the arena, I was looking. I was looking around. I'm like, I can never get used to this, man. I just thank God, man. You know what I'm saying? I thank God. Like, this is a great opportunity that he has me mm-hmm. here doing this. Like, mentoring these kids, talking to these kids. And, and somebody told me... um. The other day at the student show, they were like, um, this woman came to me. She said, this is great that you're doing stuff like this. She said, because these kids could be outside doing some crazy stuff Mm -hmm. like they be doing. These A lot of young kids these days, man, it's not the way it's used to. They don't have the direction. You know what I'm saying? There's no no direction. And it's just like they just killing and robbing. Even though when we were younger, it was like that. But it's just like. It's a different. Yeah, yeah, it's different right now. Yeah, we were doing it. And and that doesn't make sense. But that's what it's true. But there was a purpose. Like now now, it's no purpose. It's like I do what I want to do and that's it. Yeah, now it's no purpose. And it's just like it's really bad. So when she was telling me that, I'm like, yo, you know, this is why I do it for. Like, you I mean to get these kids out the street and I, again I'm not perfect like you know what I'm saying none of us are like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I always put God first man and and I always try to give advice to these kids man to do the right thing you know what I'm saying and this is their home like you you got a home right here yeah, that's, and that's the important part well alright now, now I officially got the wrap it up thing yeah, but you're not gonna skate away from you define sports entertainment and then you can pl- plug your show tomorrow you think you slick alright I'm if you, uh, but I mean, what does sports entertainment mean to you? Like when you hear that, what does what's the first reaction you get out of that? Sports entertainment, like what, like WWE? Yeah, just in general. Like you know how there's always that debate of like wrestling is like you can either call it professional wrestling or you can call it sports entertainment. Like when you think, hear sports yeah, entertainment, think, what do you hear? Yeah, I think what well, you just said it right now. I think entertainment. 
we're here to entertain people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the first thing that we got to make sure that we all hear is to make sure that the fans leave and be like, wow, that was great. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's entertainment for me. It, I think that that makes the most sense, entertaining people. Like, make sure that when they leave, them like, oh, I'm coming back next month for mm-hmm. the House of, next House of Glory show. Like, they killed it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just entertaining the people. There you go. You know all right, saying? so you plug the show for tomorrow. As uh, Mr. Black mentioned, all the details will be not only on our Facebook, but also on the bottom. Oh, and he has the flyer up. Oh, so ready talk about it. House of Glory tomorrow. Uh, main event, Suzuki versus Charles Mason. That's going to be a legendary Ooh. match, man. Um, then we got Santana, my brother, against Rocky Romero. Um, we got Nolo, the new cruiserweight champion. We got the. I like him as a heel now. I didn't like him as a face. I'm just going to tell you yeah. honestly. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> face wasn't here, but heal him. I'm here for it. We got what, the future tag teams of the world, uh, main event versus, uh, Cambroy and Encore. Ooh. We got a lot of great things happening tomorrow. So if you're in the New York area or the Northeast, come down to House of Glory. Um, if you want to become a professional wrestler, you can email us at um, contact at hogwrestling.net. Um, and come out, man. We're going to have a lot of great time. We're going to make sure that when you come out, you're going to have a great time, man. Absolutely. And then if you, when you come out, you can see, when you see him, you'll know that he's the man in charge. <laughs> that, I, I definitely, I definitely can relate to when people walk past you to be like, I'm looking for somebody. I'm like, I'm right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm the one that's running it. But yeah. no, um, on behalf of the Jabba Tears podcast, we thank you for taking the time out. It is not easy. And we understand that. And no you are just, you're, you're a wrestling gym and icon to us in the wrestling wrestling new york city area because what you've done for independent wrestling what you've done for the community just wrestling community and your community in general is 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 untouched and it's unmatched and we definitely appreciate everything that you put into in for wrestling and just in life in general so we thank you so so much for taking the time out and joining us this week um i'm trying to think of the next time we'll definitely be back next week um the next time we're at legends will be for full gear so stay tuned for more information on that um, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. And of course, Brian XL, owner, booker, uh, yeah, all of the above of House of Glory. Please make sure to come out and support them tomorrow night on their Friday the 13th show. As well as, I believe, Comic-Con is this weekend. So I do want to shout out. Um, oh, I forgot Comic-Con was. <laughs> I do want to shout out Nerds. They have a booth out there. Go go check out my guy from Nerds. Um, Private Party will be at their booth, I believe, Saturday afternoon. So check out for more information on that. And then um, my homegirl, um, Leah, is doing an official, unofficial after-party Comic-Con at Ludlow Cafe. I'll put out the information for that. But I wanted to, to shout them out, um, and especially Ludlow Cafe of course so thank you guys for joining us this afternoon hashtag black excellence hashtag we are out god bless you guys man peace i hopefully i'll see you tomorrow